Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk animated shows and movies here, especially Miraculous Ladybug and The Owl House. Find everything about us at OverlyAnimated.com. I'm your host, Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hey, y'all. And April Collins. Hi there. Ladybug, Miraculous Ladybug Season 5 marches on uh, with us covering the Disney US English dub releases. Uh, today we're talking episodes 17 and 18, Adoration and Emotion. We have been watching in order, going by the Disney US English dub releases. Spoilers only up to the episodes we're covering in this podcast, up to 18 and before. Please, absolutely no spoilers past where the Disney US dub is. At anywhere in the comments or anywhere you would interact with the podcast, we are not spoiled especially now that the finale is aired somewhere. Please, please, please. No spoilers, please. please. We can survive these past, these uh, next two-ish months because Disney is not stopping. They're going to air it right to the finale. So we can this we can do the stretch run together, guys. It'll be great. Wait, okay. are they really just airing it continuously yeah. until the... Oh, Confirmed. We're excited. That's so exciting. Yeah. Either the last week of August or first week of September. So as of now. Ooh, I love having heart palpitations every Saturday. Oh, Me man. too. I'm so excited. Implying you didn't just watch the this latest episode. Right? I watched the other one last week. <laughs> every week. That's fair. Okay. Okay. But first. Um, I died today. So. <laughs> fair. <laughs> We'll get to that. And we have a very climactic emotion episode, so we're going to naturally delay that and first do a review of the Miraculous Ladybug serial. How about it? Woo! As promised, last podcast. This serial is uh, strawberry macaron and marshmallow flavored. Yeah, so I didn't know there were marshmallows like until I like the second, like like the third time I looked at the box. So like I finally bought them at the store, and Dylan had forgotten all about this, and I was like, "Cereal is secured." Oh, yeah, yeah. And Dylan so, was like, "All right, cereal is secured." Uh, does cereal do, secured. do they? Does it look like anything, Ladybug? Now that you poured it into the bowl. No. Um. So that's the other thing. Appearance wise, so we have these little marshmallows. Um. They're red and black, except like. Some of them are like the are two colors. Some of them like they don't know if they're red or black. Like, did you get the box with ladybug or cat on it, or is it double sided? It's it has both of them. So like, um, it's mainly cat, but ladybug's there. Okay, so you got the. I think there's a one with ladybug primarily. It's so you naturally got the cat box. Got it. I did. I don't know if there were other boxes. I will say I was in a bit of a rush, and I was in Walmart, and I wanted to get out. Yes, that, that, that is how one does in Walmart. But yeah, I, the Walmart has ladybug cereal and the ladybug gotchas, and I'm addicted to them. So yeah, the gotchas are good. Okay, Delaney. And they have ladybug yogurt. Oh, yeah, we've seen, we should do the yogurt next. Yeah. Uh, I, do, I have had the yogurt. What kind of yogurt is it again? I don't, it's weird flavors. I, Tanya liked it. I don't remember. There's two flavors, and I can't remember what they are. And I'll have to look. It's like, it's like gogurt, right? No, they're like, uh, well, they're kind of, they're kind of like in Danimals containers. Okay, but it's like Danimal, yeah, it's like Dan. it's not like Greek yogurt, it's like Danimal's yogurt. I'm yeah, it's like, not like Greek yogurt. I just wonder if it's something that I can eat, because It's probably very sugary. You're probably right. I bet, considering it's a ladybug product. They're like really weird flavors, I'll have to look. Okay, Delaney, take it away right. with the cereal. Yes. All right, so appearances, Um, it's, it, it. some of them don't know what color they are, I'm mixing it in, I'm having this with vitamin D whole milk. Nice. 
All right, we're gonna have a bite. Okay, when I opened the box, the straw, the power, the smell was overpowering. And at first, I was like, "What does this smell like?" And it kind of smelled like strawberry milk, like you would get at school, which I didn't drink, by the way, because that's toxic. And if you drank it in like school, you're, you probably are like radioactive now. Um. So and then Tanya, Tanya had some, but she wouldn't show me her face, so she wouldn't like <laughs> spoil the reaction video, <laughs> the reaction audio. Okay. Yeah. So all right. Want to hear the crunch? Too. There's a little bit of a crunch. Some of it's still soggy. I'm not really. Okay, there's a little bit of strawberry. Um, it just kind of tastes like cereal. Like, <laughs> a really strong. Which I'm okay with. If it was really strong strawberry, it'd probably be nasty. Um, it's up there with. I had the Pokemon cereal. I don't know if, if y'all had that. It looks identical to this. It has marshmallows and it's just like yellow and blue balls. So this is um, very similar to that, except it's not as hard, so it's not going to tear my mouth up, which is good. Is it like Cap'n Crunch? What does it taste like? Like tricks? Um, it doesn't really... I'm not getting a lot of the fruity flavor. I'm going to try again. Okay. Okay. More strawberry. It's akin to like Crunch, like to Captain Crunch Berries, which is what I um, ultimately decided it Crunch smells berries. like. It smells like Captain Crunch Oops All Berries. That's okay. Interesting. Um, I like that there's marshmallows in it. I think that, like, really saves the cereal. I didn't pour myself a big bowl, but, like, it's a bowl of cereal, so I'm just going to be sitting here eating this, the whole pod. So I probably shouldn't have had three slices of pizza. I probably should have just had two, so this will be fun. Okay. So if you hear Delaney eating, that's the sound. Anyway, what's the... What's the? Do you need to eat more? Are you ready to render a verdict? Um. So, like... Do you want me to give it a letter grade or yeah, like? Give it a letter grade. Yeah. C plus. Okay. I mean, that's technically passing. I mean, I, it's higher than I anticipated. I was going to give it. I know. Honestly. I was anticipating an <laughs> F. So that's like, that's a good 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 job, Ladybug. Good job. Like go I'm team. I'm like kind of known like in my family as that person who like buys like why did you buy that you know it's awful like I was like banned when I was younger from picking out new cereal because I would be like I want this. And then I'd have it, and it was nasty, and my dad would have to eat it. I've also done this with Pop-Tarts. So this was kind of right up my alley. Okay. Thank you, Delaney. Okay. That, 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 it not being terrible ruined my title suggestion for the podcast, but I'll adapt it, and we'll see. Oh, <laughs> well, okay. Well, that's okay. I mean, it's not great. I will say, the cereal's better than the video game. Oh, yeah. We did Ooh. not like the video game. We, we were harsh on the video game. After they gave us the free copies, too. We were, <laughs> I don't think we're going to get any more free stuff. I felt bad, but at the same time, I paid for my game. So I'm like, I'm going to say whatever I want. Yeah, it's it's true. Okay, Zag or related parties, uh, if you want us to review more products, send us them for free. Okay, thank you. Yeah, we'll, we'll um, do it. Podcast at overlyanimated.com. You I also love that they said it's strawberry macaroon flavored. Like it's it's not, but like I'm glad I appreciate. You just it you just taste strawberry and marshmallow. Yeah. Okay. Which Tanya uh. wondered because the other so they're red and black, and it's like so are the are the black balls also strawberry? But like I don't know. You can't tell. Got it. Okay. Delaney will finish chewing. Do you, Delaney, do you want to let April go first on the the thoughts while you finish? Uh... Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into adoration soggy really fast. and emotions. Lenny <laughs> might speed run the cereal, but feel free to have it throughout the podcast and add in some crunch as it goes. Um, add in the crunch. Yeah, add in the, the <laughs> Captain Crunch berries as it goes. Yes, yes. We, have, we have two big episodes here, especially emotion. 
April. Uh, you both, I think, watched Emotion today, so there should be some fresh reactions. What were your reactions and overall thoughts on the episodes? Um, so I'm dead. Uh, <laughs> Dil- Dylan said I could be dead until the end of today. So just take that into account that you're you speaking want, to yeah. my ghost. Was that a mistake? <laughs> sure. Should you be dead on the podcast? I guess it's working so far. You can communicate it, with us. Yes. Uh, I'm still limiting how dead you can be. <laughs> I told him I was dead and he's like, you can't be dead. And I was like, but I am. He said, okay, until the end of the day. And I was like, deal. Um, okay. Uh, I, um, okay. Adoration was a good episode. Emotion was a lot. <laughs> it evoked a lot of those. And I definitely died multiple times. And I died screamed. and went to heaven or uh, hell? Uh, or to be determined. To be determined. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I freaked out so many times in emotion. Adoration too was like was a D- wild. Did you get ride. snapped out of existence? Kind of, yes. Okay. So <laughs> I I just I didn't know what was going on. Um, I'm really glad that in adoration we had uh, we had Chloe again, <laughs> and I'm there for all of the gay love. Like it's beautiful and it's sweet, but Yay. I'm also. I'm also really confused about everyone's age as I continue to be oh, as the show talk continues about on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm, I mean, I understand the relationship problems between Mayor Bourgeoisie and his wife now. So <laughs> uh, there, there's a lot to unpack in these two episodes, especially emotion. And I, yeah. Welcome to, welcome to my death. <laughs> Your funeral? Welcome Are you ready to go into the dead wife garden now? Oh my gosh. I've been thinking about these dead human gardens for so long. <laughs> I know. Now you're prepared. Now it's time. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. But your beloved Gabriel will be joining you. In the... yeah. We are going to have a discussion about that. <laughs> okay. Individual. <laughs> You and Gabriel, or the three of us? The three of us. Okay. We're not talking to that man. Oh, man. <laughs> Delaney, what do you think of the episodes? Are you finished eating? Um. Yes, I still have some milk to drink, but I can, I can take a break. Okay. My- okay. Thank you. I also have oh. water, by the way, so I don't I was going to say, you'll have to give us the milk review, too. Oh, that's important, um, yeah. Okay, so it's, like, kind of almost pink. Okay. Um, it has bits in it. That's fair. I've had like um, I you know, sometimes you get like a smooth milk experience, but this is not one of those. Oh, I would eat it again. It's not my favorite. Um, okay, I will include this because it kind of has to do with Ladybug. So I watch Ladybug on my phone on the Disney Now app, and so there's ads, and you know they're predatory, directed towards children. And I kept <laughs> seeing the cereal ad, and I actually bought the cereal. It's uh. It's like these new fruity pebbles that are like bigger, so they like stay crunchy. Those are really good, just so y'all know. So yeah, okay. it's like fruity pebbles crunch. And then I think there's like I think there's one, I think it's with the cocoa pebbles, but I don't eat those. 
serial review of that one. I can't believe that I like the it. targeted ads of Child Delaney worked. <laughs> no, I saw Tanya and she's like, I hate you so much. <laughs> she's like, she's the one who was like, she goes, you mean the targetory, you mean the predatory ads towards children that they got you? And I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That checks out. So she's like, it does check out. She's not impressed. It checks out. No, it's really bad. If I see an ad or anything, I'm like, I want that. And she's like, I, oh, and well, Tanya also hates that um, Dylan and I talk to each other daily because Dylan and I enable each other in the worst ways. Like Dylan will be like, I got Taco Bell. And I'm like, Tanya, I have to get Taco Bell. And then I'll be like, I got Taco Bell. And Dylan's like, "Mm, I'm going to get Taco Bell. Yeah, now I want this fruity, now I want this fruity pebble cereal. I'll send you it. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Good. So that cereal's way better. Um, I also have some Captain Crunch. Okay. Just regular. Oh, I love Captain Crunch. That's, that's actual good cereal. Okay, what like, about the episode, Delaney? Oh, yeah. Okay, so it took me a minute to remember what happened in Adoration just because it was a week ago. But um, so Adoration is so gay. It's so good. Um, by the way, last Saturday was my birthday. So happy belated birthday to me. So Dylan was like, this is Ladybug's present to you. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll watch it. Because I don't normally watch it like, the day it airs. And I was like, happy birthday to me. And it was just so gay. I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. My theory, my theory is that Disney, like you know, we had that weird month and a half gap between. Uh, they did this. I think me. they, I think they yeah. specifically scheduled adoration for your birthday. I think they had to, like they did it, and it is so good. It was, I like one the validation. Like Dylan was like, "Do you think Zoe's gay?" And I was like, "Yes, duh." And then again, she's gay for Marinette, obviously. And then they were like, "Here's this episode. Zoe is madly in love with Marinette." It's just, and Marinette's like not Marinette. Um, Zoe's like so chill about it. Yeah. Incredible. Which granted it's because yeah. Zoe is so chill. But like so one Adoration's like great episode. Like so good. Also ridiculous. Like just this whole concept Utterly ridiculous. Marinette, that Marinette stole all of these things. Also, I'm not like I like how she got expelled. Like really? That's what, like <laughs> And then but they let Chloe like just walk off after she tried to frame That's Marinette. Like it's crazy. Yes. Um, so Adoration's great. Um, Zoe and Marinette are super cute, and I'm still going to ship them. I don't care. Um, no, it was so every time Marinette was like, ooh, who is he? And I'm just like, you're so dumb. And then, like, Zoe <laughs> was just, like, literally making hard eyes at her the whole episode. And I'm like, Marinette, you're so dumb. Dumb. And, oh, it's so good. Also, like, there's just been some great moments this season where, like, you know, the censors are, like, like they don't even know. Or they're like, we have to let this go even though it makes us mad. Like, I didn't know anything could be better after they did um, I Love Julica and then, like, the longest pause in the (laughs) history. We thought that was the pinnacle, but it was not. Like, we did. We really did. And then this, and so they didn't say I love you, but they, like, stared. Like, (laughs) it was just Zoe staring at Marinette, like, duh. Oh. Oh. Oh, so good. So good. Yes. We'll come back, but Delaney, what would we need? Yes, we need your emotion reactions, though, Delaney. Okay, emotion? All right, so I'm, like, stressed. Dylan's like, get ready. And I'm like, I don't want to. So, <laughs> so I've been doing homework, like, for the past two days and wanting to die. So I finished my homework, and I, like, get, like, a five minutes apiece. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch this episode. And so normally Tanya's not home because she works. But so Tanya's on the couch, and I'm in my chair. And Tanya's like, I hate that I can hear this. I'm getting stressed. So Tanya's <laughs> also stressed this whole time listening to the episode. And I have to keep pausing, going, oh. So I figured out the twist, like, a little early. It wasn't hard to figure out. But 
I was also a little spoiled, not for the twist, but I knew Felix was coming. Okay, that was one of the things you're spoiled on, just the image of One Felix. of the things I was spoiled on was Felix where like was wearing Felix costume. wearing the co- actually yeah. now that I think about it, I don't remember if I saw the hood. Like I, I know Felix was like it might have been Felix just transforming. Like I yeah. I knew Felix was using the peacock. That's like the only that's the only thing I knew. Really. I mean, and it's not really a spoiler. We knew it was it's not really play well, So I knew Felix I I I got the twist ahead of time. Unfortunately, it was spoiled for me because mm. because it was just before I like completely blocked Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, this- April, that was a, a, a prescient pre- pre- move on you not going on Twitter anymore. You were ahead of the curve on that. Now everyone's dropping off Twitter. Yeah, well, you don't. Have any, you're not even seeing all the terrible stuff that's happening. No, but no, but so the picture that did me in was literally of. Like a screenshot of Marinette and Felix dancing, but you know he looks like Adrian, and it said like, like the caption was something like Marinette and Felix, blah 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 blah, and I was like, wow, and I was like, I need to, I was like, I'm done with. Are people shipping Marinette and Felix? No, it wasn't like that. It was like it wasn't like super spoilery, but it was like Felix is back and dancing with Marinette. All all things considered, that's a at least you're not spoiled on the finale or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, well, and that was like I don't know, like a month or so, a couple more. It just aired though, so hopefully you haven't just seen something. Right? No, I didn't. So what I saw was okay. Don't tell us. Well, I was gonna tell you it's um it's someone who works on the show. It's their like art. Like it was like oh. a, you know, oh. kind of you like promo. Hopefully yeah. not. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah. So I detail on it that I was like gasp. But so I've been keeping that in for like this entire time from y'all. Okay. So. Thank you. Good job, April. Good like, job. Just so I just knew Felix was like gonna come before the end of the season, basically. Yeah, like, I mean, okay. Time. We knew yeah. Felix would come back. So whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Any other anything else, Delaney? Um. So yeah, I, so I, but I, I figured it out that it was Felix. I didn't like, I wasn't spoiled for that. I just knew that he was coming. Um, I did freak out though when I was like, <laughs> so I'm like clicking on the episode and I can see that it's like the diamond ball. And I'm like, no, <laughs> like I was so stressed clicking on it. Uh, I really like this episode. Um, it's really also like, we're going to have to talk for like 20 minutes about Ladybug being like, yeah, we just have to see what happens. Like girl, what? Yes. Me and that yo-yo are going to have a conversation. So I'm <laughs> you and that but, yo-yo. Yeah, the yo-yo. There was like a lot happening in this episode, but it also feels like a lot didn't happen. Yeah. I'll, also, I'll I think, I don't know if Gabriel is just like, I know he's a giant jerk, but I wonder if the cataclysm has gotten to his brain and that's part of why he's like going cuckoo. Like he's C- having, cuckoo he's for got Cocoa brain Puffs, damage. If you will. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I think maybe. I think it's like, a good theory. He's brain damaged. That's why he's been relying on a ninth grader, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Apparently, they're in ninth grade. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Oh, that. also, Kagami saying, like, telling Lila that she's just a stone is, like, the greatest thing that has ever that happened. Was so for me personally, ever. ever. So good. I was so good. And then Tanya has to keep being like, who's Lila? I'm like, she's just some girl who hates Meredith. Tanya doesn't know who Lila is after all you rant Uh, about Lila? She doesn't know. It hasn't Uh, come up? Right. Well, she just knows I hate her. But but, 
<laughs> oh, she's asking for additional context on Lila. Yeah, also, the answer is there's no really additional context for Lila. No, that's yeah. the thing. Also, she just forgets. I'm like, I'm like, Lila is literally just this girl who hates Marinette. That's all she's got that, going that is, for. That is all that, that No, Lila yeah. just wants to be friends with Marinette. Oh, Marinette I, who hates Lila. I paused and yelled. <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> Okay, good, good stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 April, did you rewatch Emotion? Yes. Okay, Delaney's not rewatched. But yeah, of it's, course, it's a I lot. did. Of course, you to put yourself through that pain again. I'm just wondering for the context because it's it is a lot. Uh, these are great episodes. I really love Adoration. Um, the uh, it's gonna get overshadowed a little bit, but I actually, I actually yeah. think this is a fantastic episode. The ending is great uh, with the the confessions and stuff and. Um, Gabriel lurking at the end. But just generally, the Zoe and Marinette scenes are all absolutely like some of my favorite of the season, every single one of them. Um, there's just a lot of talking about like queerness and Ladybug being overtly gay. We're going to talk about that for sure. It might come at, towards the end, but it's a huge, huge moment. Um, and uh, there's like Zoe, the Zoe Chloe stuff coming back from season four and i thought this was the best it's ever been just because it was like integrated really well into everything that happened your solution to chloe is just to gaslight her and it's amazing (laughs) i love it (laughs) i don't know if that's a good message for dealing with bullies it's not uh, a good message but it works that that was pretty good Uh, and lila like it integrates chloe zoe and lila stuff too i think in the best Mm. way so far it's all like integrated really well and um it's uh it, yeah everything except for like kind of that eiffel tower like accu- accusation scene is which is a little bit silly but it's still it's still fun um but other than that it's probably one of my favorites of the season i just love all the the zillion marionette stuff um emotion is is really good uh it's i think it might be a great all-time ladybug great episode but i really don't yeah. know it's so hard to say uh it, <laughs> i think it moves this season's just been banger after banger it, no it has been for <laughs> it's real it's true um, I think the motion moves a little too fast, like a lot of the big Ladybug plot episodes. Um, that being said, it is really exciting and absolutely gorgeous with the the Argo scenes at the end with, with Felix. It's like really cinematic, him walking through Paris and stuff like that. That was gorgeously done. Um, He's been singing for no reason. It's great. Yes. yes, obviously. I love that. The th- He's theme- clearly related to Gabriel. <laughs> yes. I mean... If if you're a clone, if you're like a fake person clone of someone, does that mean you're related to them? Oh, I don't know about that anymore. Yeah, right. Uh, the, the theme of control is really good in the episode. It's just, it's just very distracting. I like to have emotion more the second time than the first time. I was very distracted because Felix doesn't tell Adrian he's a Santa monster, and I didn't. And I think that's the big. Uh, I don't know if you guys agree. Like, I was like, what? It, what? How is Adrian walking away from this episode not knowing he's a Santa monster? Right. Yeah. Or Kagame for that. Or Kagame. That that was like very distracting to me. I think that there are reasons why he could not tell them that we can discuss. I just think that it was um it, it was a, a, a inevitable huge takeaway, at least for myself, from this otherwise fantastic episode, uh, that it really didn't move anything along. I think you could argue emotion didn't do anything that we didn't know other than bring Felix That's back. True. Yeah. Well and I guess it like I mean obviously well I guess if you want to say we now know for sure confirmed that Felix is a sent monster. 
Yes, which which we were, yeah. That that's honestly like the only thing that we were kind of, which the season four finale really did. Um, Is yeah. he confirmed as a monster? Because I kind of got the opposite impression. We'll go through the evidence, April. Okay. Okay, please, because I'm I'm like on the fence, but like the first time I was just like, oh, everybody's a scent monster, and then the second time around, I was like, but wait, is is Felix? <laughs> okay, it had we'll, me we'll, second we'll, guessing myself. We'll hear. We'll we'll see what you say. I, I'll I'll present the the apparent evidence, and you can say what uh, what you thought. But anyway, um, Felix Felix popping up uh, again randomly after a long time is is continually frustrating. I think the show, given that that's what they did this season, I think this episode does as good of a job as it can with it. I just wish they seeded it better. Like everything else, this season has been seeded so well. Just not Felix. Um, but other than that, I think, I do think it is a great episode. Just, it's, it's just a lot and fast and it's frustrating that there's not any major movement in the end. Yeah. Uh, Especially because they were building this up. This feels like one of the big tentpole episodes of the season. However, like some of the least progress is made, uh, at the end, which I guess is classic ladybug. Um, it's but just, he, I feel like Felix planted a lot of seeds. Yes. That so I think it is a stepping stone towards, I assume everything happening in the finale. We'll talk about that. Okay. Let's, yeah, let's get into everything with Felix coming back as Argos. What do we think of him as Argos? I don't know why he needs a villain name, but cool. Yeah. What do you think of his outfit? It's great. It's, he looks like, um, what's his face from Owl House? Yes. The collector. Yes. Oh, he's he's the collector. And I thought it was so cute. <laughs> he does like, look oh, really baby. He's like in his little jeans. Felix is very collector esque. I like that comparison. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's a nice. Uh, he's the little peacock fan. I I love that he just like like doesn't hold back. He's like, bam, I'm here. I'm like, I have the peacock miraculous now. Yeah, what are like, you guys gonna do yeah. about it? Delaney, what was your biggest thing that you reacted to from everything with Felix? That's tough. What was like the most shocking thing? I don't know. I don't know if I. That's tough. April, what about you? Um, him. Uh, all of the times that he like said how much he cared about Adrian, and then yeah. the fact that he stashed away Marinette, yeah. so Adrian <laughs> would be happy with him. And then he's like, like now he's like, where is she? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it's it's just it's just a lot constantly with him, right? But um, yes, I think the most shocking thing is that he has been lurking in order to unleash some huge villain move. Like this was his big thing, um, right? It's well, like we didn't really speculate. I think most things we speculate about Felix actually are true. Um, in this episode, yeah. which is nice uh that uh, it feels very natural based on the season four finale everything with felix here it's just we didn't think he'd make this big villain turn kind of and it's and the episode paints it as um him just being overcome with anger kind of and this not naturally being what he would do he's not even like really out like portrayed as a villain he's more so like seems like his motivation seems to be doing it out of his love and care for adrian well, you and, know, and a big, like, old, big old like, Gabe's motivation is to do it for his dead wife, you know? Yeah, but, like, he's 
like he was just like i'm just here to make sure that like we can just do whatever we want and no one's here to like tell us what to do or make us do anything and so that's it's such a unique um, i don't want to call it a strategy but like it's it seems very um self-driven but also not because he obviously included like Kagame in the in these plans. It just seems really sad. He just he's just a sad little boy. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting follow up to that like episode three appearance we got from him. I did not know he would uh, do because like we we're like, why doesn't Felix just go visit Adrian in his room and tell him the truth? Uh, but also, why haven't we known that he's been missing up until now? <laughs> I don't Apparently. think he was. So he 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 explains that he had been biding his time, but he ran off from his mom, I guess, and was yeah, watching Adrian for the right moment. For well, a while. I actually well, I actually think at the end they they kind of say that it's it's kind of implied that this was all made up to test Gabriel. Uh, we can go over that scene at the end. I didn't get that impression. Let's let's talk about that. He says. Um, uh, Amelie, uh, yeah, Amelie says like Felix, you were you were right. Gabriel and everyone else, they're all monsters. And Felix says not all of them. So what, what are you interpreting from that? Well, she said something to like, I did everything. I did everything you said. Does she say that? I can go she, back. She says something to that effect that he basically, she said what he told her to say. And Gabriel didn't react. Yeah. He, okay. He so at least her running in. Um, okay. So maybe she knew Felix was, yeah. So maybe she made up that Felix was missing. Okay. I see. I can okay, see that. Okay. I can see it, that. Because it, it did seem weird that she ran in like that. So that could have been staged. I don't think the episode made this super clear if that's what it was going it for. Wasn't, it wasn't. But I do think based on the ending scene, that's what it seemed like to me was that this was all just a game. There's definitely like some, uh, some previous discussion that they had for sure was at least uh, confirmed and, by that scene. And she knows. Yeah. That he has the miraculous. Right, because he initially talks to her as... uh, Well, it makes me wonder if she told him from the beginning or if he realized he was a Sinta monster after getting the peacock and the book. Uh, Yeah, it's... So I definitely think we thought he knew he was a Sinta monster before before the season four finale. Um, Yes. So at what point is Amelie, does Amelie know this? Does he tell Amelie? We don't know any of that. I think. Well, she but, would have to know that he's a Santa monster, right? I mean, in theory, you would think we're going to get, we're going to get caught up in the Felix stuff again, but let's, I think most importantly, we, we can come it's back hard to not to get caught up in the Felix stuff. The, in in it, terms of the, the Felix stuff that we don't know enough yeah. about, I think what we did learn for sure was that his motivation here is to free Adrian. Um, yes. Yes. And now Kagami, my interpretation, tell me if you guys agree. I think in the beginning when he saw the ring on Kagami, he <gasps> yes. realized she was a Santa monster too, yes. but he didn't I know until now. That. Those were my exact which you, feeling. Which you, which you see better on rewatch because initially you don't know that that's Felix and not yes. Adrian. Well, I thought that was him realizing she has her object. It's it's possible he knew he realized something. It's possible he knew that Kagami was a Santa monster. He didn't know she had her own object. Yes, I, that is the other possibility. I agree. Um, I think. But then pro- that, I was going to say, but then that makes that sort of conversation with her a little bit weird. But oh, I guess not too because he's kind of like testing the waters with her. Yeah, he is. Yeah. While he's quote unquote flirting with her and saying like we could like we could run away right now blah 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 and she's like you know we can he's like well then are you really free like because I wonder if he maybe was trying to see if she knew 
like what he knows like hey are we let's, let's go through some of these big lines towards the end so um felix walks through empty paris after he snaps everyone away then he snaps back adrian in front of kagami um he says i created a better world for my favorite cousin a world where you're free everything i did i did for you uh, so bit, we didn't know this. This We speculated heavily that he would be very sympathetic to Adrian, but we didn't really know. I love that this is the direction we go with Felix. So I think this is a great yeah. move. Um, making, him, making him be an agent for Adrian, but not one that behaves in the way Adrian would prefer if he knew Felix was on his side, um, which is interesting. I guess it makes for a more dramatic effect. Um, we see... Uh, him creating the red moon in a flashback. He said, together we're going to save Adrian from my uncle's grasp, grasp so he can finally be free. Um, to Adrian and Kagami, Adrian Kagami, he says, for weeks I'd been waiting for the perfect opportunity to set you free, to set you both free. So this is the line that I think confirms that he might not have known Kagami's Senna Monster until now. He says, perfect okay. opportunity to, to set yeah. you free, to set you both free. It's like an addendum, it feels like, mm-hmm, to Adrian. Yeah. Maybe he just cares about Kagami less because it's not like... Uh, his 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 cousin well, I sent a monster twin. Yeah, or maybe just like like he cares now because he knows she Because he knows that's the that's what I got from that's that line, fair. but it is a little ambiguous. But yeah, that, that I there's some very careful phrasing of of stuff in this episode. It's very well put together. To set yeah. you free, to set you both free. And then he says to set us all free and offer us a new world where no one can tell us what we can or can't do. Um just the three of us, we have everything we need to be happy. So my question from this dialogue does just the three of us we have everything we need to be happy to set us all free is this the official confirmation adrian's in a senum adrian is a senum monster in addition to kagami and felix i would say so yes so april that would be the evidence that for felix being a senum monster in addition uh he says to the moon at the end can you forgive me my friend my sister sister. yeah i think that feels a little bit more like that line there definitely solidifies now that i'm thinking about it because i forgot about that line yeah that was the most direct my sister to the senta monster yeah to to a senta monster that he created like and it doesn't seem like he ever had any intention of like releasing her from existence so um because i mean he's he's also a center monster but i forgot about that line and now that sort of solidifies it the only thing that um i can't remember what made me have my doubts my brain's not working because i'm dead (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah it comes back that's right but uh no it's okay i mean it is it's certainly like phrased ambiguously but is that this is maybe the most direct again i would argue that because I said in the beginning, this episode doesn't move the move anything forward. I would argue Adrian and Kagami were confirmed two episodes ago, right in sixteen. Right. Um, I mean, yeah. You, I mean, you're made, you're of the same design, is what I was like. Wow. Right. So there's pre- yeah. very explicit dialogue about both Adrian and Kagami. I think this. I agree. This episode confirms Felix. That being said, I think in the season four finale podcast, we probably said Felix confirmed Santa Monster. So I think we've said that already. Yeah. <laughs> it's just especially confirmed now. And we it's had like our doubts. It's more in your face confirmed. And we had our doubts since then. It's just like it's like well, season didn't five know confirmed. It's possible now. for them to confirm things. For weeks, yeah. I'd been waiting for, uh, to, for the perfect opportunity to set you free, to set us both free, uh, set us all free a new world where no one can tell us what we can or can't do. Like, I. Is is this explicitly Adrian is the Senna monster confirmed now? Like like that. There's no How other is- alter alternative interpretation of these lines, right? 
Like this right, to me, yes. it's frustrating that the show feels the need to not say Adrian is a center monster. But well, I think, I think this is until his until he finds out. Yes. Right. I think that's probably what we're waiting to put in towards. I, I think this is the show's version of confirming it for now. It's like their version of confirming it without the character. A- without Adrian knowing. Okay, yeah. I like that interpretation. Well, without Adrian knowing and without, like, Kagame knowing. Because it, it almost seems like, like, Felix is, like, especially with his conversation with Kagame, um... Uh, like he's it it really does feel like he's testing the waters to find out if she knows that she is a scent monster or not and i mean obviously while tempting her at the same time but then i think it becomes very like evident to him that he's like oh yeah like they're like she doesn't know and obviously adrian doesn't know and i don't think he wants to be the person to tell adrian yeah, which probably is probably why he leaned very heavily well, into that conversation. Yeah, so yeah, let's, let's come he back to that. He also thinks that Adrian wouldn't leave him. Yes, yeah. which, which is why... Like, would you believe Felix? No. No, but he would believe Kagame if she... Because she's smart, that's, she that's could figure it me, out. Well, it makes me wonder if she'll figure it out or if her mom will tell her. For Kagami, mm. yeah, it's interesting. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll come back to the confirmation since you guys got to. I, I that was my when I thought about it, I'm like, okay, does Felix think he's it's not his place to tell Adrian, right? Like, it's not, yeah, this would he if you if you put yourself in Felix's shoes in this episode, he uh behave, he uh impersonates Adrian, he learns that Adrian is in love and mm-hmm. um and has this um, amazing girlfriend, I guess, now not that they said that. Uh, <laughs> he has this this life that he is thriving in more than he is. Felix feels he is nothing. He says he's nothing to lose. Adrian does have something to lose with Marinette. He learns yeah. that in this episode several times, including from Marinette. So is it Felix's place to shatter that world for him uh, no. by saying that's who he is? That being said, he does try to shatter his world by snapping everyone out of existence. So I think that it's kind of like a, a weird... Uh, tightrope that to walk he doesn't want to take marinette away so you could argue that he didn't want to shatter the one thing he knows that he has but he wanted to free him from the other aspects of his life that that was felix's intent because i think they like because they they talk a lot about monsters and so i love i love the use of monster episode in this episode several times yeah yes i loved that use and so i think that it's one of those things where like they're, he, they're the monsters, not yes, me, because I'm a center the monster. They're the monsters. Yeah. yeah, they're the monsters. And so he doesn't want to tell Adrian because then he becomes associated with that sort of bad news. And he's like, Gabriel should be the one to let him know because Gabriel's already the monster. Like, he started all of this. Or he, cre- you know, he hasn't told him. He's been controlling him, X, Y, and Z. And so it's all, it's almost like he doesn't want to be bad by association if that makes sense that's another good interpretation he doesn't want to associate this like people controlling him in adrian's mm-hmm. minds he doesn't think it maybe thinks it's as in his place maybe as Zelenix said doesn't think he'd believe him or something there's a lot yeah. of, there, I, I agree there's a lot of valid reasons for him not to tell him once you think about it it's weird because he's taking these drastic moves and is clearly kind of for lack of a better term deranged in some way in this episode or like emotionally controlled um by his anger um so like why he would be thinking about that but not thinking about snapping everyone else away it's weird um and it kind of doesn't make the most sense overall but i think that it's like once you take a second from the episode it's fine that felix wouldn't tell him i just think 
in the structure of the season and the show, it's hard not to be frustrated that Sentima- Adrian of Scent Monster is not said, that Adrian does not know after literally everyone else in Paris was gone except for the three of them. And yeah. this is a perfect time to tell Adrian, right? Like, how how does that not happen? I guess Felix just didn't want to for one of potentially several valid reasons. But it's frustrating. Very frustrating. That being said, what my feelings on this are like, the Cinemonster stuff this season has been really fun. I love how big they're playing it. Uh, like so prominent. So I'm, I'm on board. I'm, I'm, I'm here for the ride with what the season is doing with it. And I might be, that might be the finale. I, I think ultimately they're probably saving Adrian finding out for the finale. I mean, you have, I mean, you have to think about, I mean, this is world shattering information. (laughs) We wanted him to have more time to sit on it. (laughs) It, it, Like once again, it's the same thing with Marin and Adrian dating earlier, although they are dating mid mid season now. Um, It's like, it would have been cool to see Adrian process this over the course of many episodes. And maybe he will, maybe this will be like an episode 22 or 23 thing, right? Like, and then he'll have a few episodes to process it. But um it would be nice, but what they're doing with the Santa Monster stuff is so great already. Just like building on it, building on it. I love that too. Um, so I think it's, it's, yeah. it's okay. Ultimately, I, I just think it hurts the episode in terms of, at least in terms of, uh, immediate reaction to it. But we just, well, let's have to see how they follow up, right? It's going to be fun. Yeah. I really hope that we get like, like, Kagame smart she figures it out kind of thing or if she doesn't even figure it out about herself she figures it out about Adrian and then tells him you like, could say you could argue that Adrian and Kagami have all the information in front of them right now and they yeah. could figure it out on their own next episode mm-hmm. what what did Felix mean that he wanted to free them and just create a world where they could be free and get rid of everyone else yeah. except them why them why? specifically why did uh, he talk about well it's like Adrian it's almost like Adrian's kind of figuring it out because he's like, I feel weird. Yeah. They, a- they- Adrian is directly being controlled by his dad several times. He feels it. I think Adrian has all the information in front of him. It's just not the type of thing that a person is really capable of 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 realizing and I being wonder, self-aware of. I My new theory is that Natalie is going to break and tell him because oh, of like, gosh. the horrible things. Right, we're, we're building to something with Natalie, so that would be well, interesting. yeah, because Amelie kind of gave her a hard She's time, like, which she absolutely should. <laughs> so that's, that's definitely valid that that would happen. Felix, it seems like Felix won't be the one to tell him, but maybe he will later. Maybe Kagami figures it out and tells him, right? Like, there's a lot of options. Maybe Marinette who's now going to go talk to Gabriel soon, uh, could, could, stress, reali- stress, could realize stress, and tell him. Well, I don't know, because I kind of got the impression that Gabriel is like, absolutely not. I'm not talking. Okay, Marinus is going to show up, though. Like, what's it matter? Right. So, so uh, getting, oh ahead, gosh, getting ahead of ourselves. But what? I totally forgot about how he was just like, I never want to hear about Marinette ever again. Well, he's such a jerk. And yeah, he so, was fiddling with the ring. So yes. I'm like, oh, so this is like secret dating now, right? Like, he just doesn't talk about Marinette to his dad. Yeah, I don't think like, that's going to do what he thinks it's going to do. He's still going to no, be with, with yes. Marinette. He's just going to tell him. But, he should have chose his words more carefully. Yeah, but Marinette and Adrian already, and even I guess it wouldn't have been forbidden anyway, they already talked about Marinette going to talk to Gabriel, and it's not like he can control Adrian to not have that happen. I guess he could tell Adrian to shut it down, but he didn't. So that should still happen pretty soon, right? Um, yes. Marinette's just gonna show up. Which is yeah. that would be that's the ultimate uh face off of them in civilian form without knowing who each other is. Despite is this the best or worst line of the season from uh Gabriel? Natalie, I'm getting tired of Marinette Dupant Chang. She's starting to get in my way almost as often as Ladybug. 
Hilarious. <laughs> Best <laughs> line ever. <laughs> okay. Like, why haven't you figured it out, sir? <laughs> also, he did not, he has not done enough to be like, Lila, I'm not Monarch. Like, dude, you're like, you messed up. Yeah, he's he's underestimating people for sure. He, he, he says yeah. at the end, I've, I've had enough of these people who don't know their place. Very interesting way to almost end the episode there. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- the most, like, blatantly like a uh, terrible thing like generically that gabriel's ever said um, yeah yeah he's usually not like 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 he's he doesn't he's usually not like a fascist i know he does like fascist actions but he's not like <laughs> yeah. his attitude yeah. right like but he, he's totally lost here at the end that is what yeah. they're kind of going for yeah yes uh, it's very, it's sad. I don't know. It's, uh, as, it, someone, as, as the resident yeah, Gabriel stand of the podcast sad. now, you know, I'm very sad about this. Yeah, but, you kind of are. That my precious Gabriel, not April's anymore, is, uh. He, he has had a very hard decline this season. It's so. a cataclysm brain. Also, apparently having your arm cataclysm makes you itchy. Makes you itchy. Yeah, <laughs> you that's like really like that the, there's one, uh, one acknowledgement from this episode that he's dying, even though he should be dead already. He's based just on his arm. Two episodes ago. Um, the, uh, before I forget, the only other thing, Felix, I mean, we'll go through it all. Felix said to Gabriel before he snaps him away, I'm freeing m- me, my mom and Adrian from you, um, which is interesting that, that he sees, is- he sees his mom. I don't think he's saying his mom is a cinema monster, but I think he's like his mom was under his control as well, which could allude to maybe some yeah. flashback stuff. I don't know. Well, I, I wonder if he just means it in a sense of like there maybe that's like a black like a thing of blackmail for Gabriel over Amelie because he does know like Felix is a scent monster and you know what I mean? Like, like, Hey, keep it, keep yourself in check or um, we're going to figure out how to get rid of your son. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and there's a lot of reasons why I think that just their family might be generally uh subservient to them or there could be direct form of control or like this could relate to maybe amelie didn't want to create a a a monster son or something or didn't and uh he she was kind of forced to to secrecy or something for some reason which could yeah which could be interesting if amelie even knows which we have really no idea i would guess she does and she would be she will be in the flashback that we'll eventually see i I, I would i feel like she does like it's hard I mean, I think it's implied that Gabriel kind of did some shady stuff because of the rings. Yeah. Like, not just because they're, like, the amok objects, but also because they're, like, like... Yeah, maybe, maybe he, like, broke the law and then, like, Amelie is, like, would go to jail, too. And so now, like, she's... Or, like, I don't know. Like, there's just something, because they're, um, Emily's family heirlooms. Yeah, we don't, I don't want to get back into the rings, but... Um, by the way, we don't know what Felix's object is, right? Because now we know for sure that both, or we think we know from episode 16, that both of the rings are Adrian's object. Yes, they could yeah. all, and we think that Felix isn't being controlled. So probably the rings are in his object. So what is his object? That, that was the thought that popped into my head whenever, um, whatchamacallit, they... Like that, Felix wouldn't be a scented monster was because we had always been under the impression that one of the rings was Felix's, and so in theory, like you know, because I'm in theory, we don't know his object now, so it's a little shaky. I I get that for sure. Uh, Well, so I will say, so he took off his own ring and put on. So here's my question: Did he put on Adrian's ring, or did he put on 
a mimic ring because he totally took his miraculous. I think did. it was a mimic ring. Because <laughs> I could, I, I, I mean, he might be it's, wearing the ring his, thing is confusing. So he swaps. Yeah, yeah. it takes off. And, he, and does his he, ring is similar to Adrian's. So it makes me feel it, like it could have just been an alliance ring that he, I guess it wasn't an alliance uh, ring he put on. I don't know. No, I think it was it a was, different ring. I think it was like his, like, it looked like his, his ring. Like his ring, his ring is similar to Adrian's, but they're different. Yeah, but it wasn't an alliance ring. That he right, had on and his that makes me. I think he has his object. I definitely think he has his object, and I think yeah. it might be that ring. It makes more now that we know that probably the ring he gave Gabriel in season four was not his object. His that makes a lot right. more sense. That we were wondering yeah. about that, mm-hmm. but I think we need some clarification on the rings. Maybe we're missing something. I didn't analyze the ring swapping scene in detail. Yeah. Uh, it is confusing. Um, shout out to yeah. Charlotte, who emailed us with a bunch of evidence on how both rings are definitely uh, uh, the ones that control Adrian and had previously uh, given us a very long Google Doc with all the sense monster evidence that we might refer to. So thank you. And thank you for no spoiler as uh, emails if you do want to send to us. Um, Love it. We love it. Uh, so, so if we're, so, we're saying agree or disagree between episode sixteen and this episode eighteen. It is now confirmed that Adrian is a center monster to us. Uh huh. Yes. yes. Okay. Let's check the season five predictions from last year. Okay. Uh, April said episode one to ten, Adrian was confirmed a center monster. And eh, although, um. Basically, we've known. So it really could be anything. Yeah. Uh, Delaney said episodes 1 to 10. I said episodes 1 to 10. We're all wrong. It was episodes 11 to 10. Yay! There we go. Um, I'm proud of us. I said 11 to 20. Adrian knows he's a Cine monster. Nope. So far, nope. Nope. I think nope. looking good for the finale on that one. Yeah. Delaney has that for the finale. Delaney also has no identity reveal this season. From the <laughs> That's not happening. It's not Okay, here's my note on this. Let's uh, about okay. before we go. So it, it's like, uh, let me find this. Um, we had we had a big potential Amity reveal, Amity identity <laughs> reveal. Yes, identity. Oh, can we get Amity in here? Uh, identity yeah, reveal moments that um, that uh, the Marinette wasn't in the dumpsters because uh, right, it's and it's because Ladybug yes. was. Uh, so I actually that, thought she was going to detransform before she let like the sun take her or whatever. So they could have figured it out. Like, how could possibly Felix not be able to snap? I know. Felix, Felix could have figured yeah. it out. They don't get there. Maybe they will in the future. This could have been a big moment. Yeah. Um, is that so? My question is like: Is there any reason to believe that we are going to get the identity reveal this season? We do not know. Um, I feel like we're playing, like, I feel, okay, so, like, I mean, theoretically, what if, like, I don't know, I feel like we're doing the Cinnamonster, like, that's what's happening, because, like, there's no way we can do the reveal and Cinnamonster at the same time, right? Like, like, the the, the big themes of the season are Cinnamonster and Marinette Adrian dating, right? Um, Right. Well, identity review? Review, reveal. reveal. Wait, what? Are, it, it feel it feels like so, they haven't been building up to that as much as other things in the show. Yes, but I will say that it it felt very significant the fact that Marinette was able to tell almost immediately that it was Felix and not Adrian. True, and. And then later on, when Ladybug is fighting with Argo, she brings that up again about how, like, you tricked me. And Felix seems like a smart kid now. So 
I feel like if anyone could, and then whenever like he went to go well, retrieve, well, she was granted. She was also mad. She was also referring to like previously. Yes, but like she was referring to previously. But I mean, that seems like a like. Oh, we've gotten this figured out. Like he, she's obviously figured out a, the whole Adrian thing very quickly now. And then for her to not be in the dumpster after he snap snaps away Ladybug, like I feel like Felix could put the pieces together with that information alone. I, I, I like the idea that Felix will figure it out now. I like. That yeah, idea. I don't think so. I think he's got too much going on, and he won't figure it out. He's yeah. a lot going on for sure, but it's possible. But he does and doesn't. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just really appreciate how stupid everyone is when it comes to the identities. It's really funny. Pretty, pretty dumb. Uh, yeah. Except some, someone has figured out an identity. <laughs> by, by the way, why wasn't that dumpster in space that Marinette was put into? Get oh, that thing in the space. Get that thing in the space. Why did it immediately take off into space? Get just, that dumpster in the space. Get out of here. Put uh, that uh, dumpster uh, in space. Anax. Anax. <laughs> follow up on your space dumpster agenda. Anax and Mandre. Come on. Also, what kind yeah. of Honestly. I don't know. Is it a French name? <laughs> I don't uh, know. Simandre. Uh, someone figured out an identity, though, and that is Lila. Uh, yes, who... she did. Uh, wait, is are you on Team Lila now, April? No, I'm never on Team Lila, <laughs> but I love that she figured out Monarch's identity. Like... She's not this whole time, and she keeps telling, she's told him. And yes. he's like, I don't know why you're blah, 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 blah. like, dude. But. But this is even more interesting because Gabriel slash Monarch has completely snubbed her and told her off. Like, he's done with her. And she knows his identity. So what's to stop her from going to Ladybug and Cat Noir? Yeah, what's to stop her is that she wants to use it for her own purposes. Yeah. Drama. Or they may not believe her, yeah, because yeah, Lila is has because it's Lila. That's true. Has a tendency to lie as is her character. Uh, yeah, but she says, "Then I'll show you that I'm not just some bottle perfume monarch." Mm-hmm. Um, which is a follow-up to another amazing Gabriel line. He was on fire at the end. My bottles of perfume are images of the Aggress brand, too, and you don't see me inviting them to my... <laughs> <Such> a... <laughs> and then he punches the computer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's so... He's ridiculous. I don't even know. Wait, okay. He's was going that out in, in the style. budget, the technology <laughs> budget? <laughs> he has infinite budget. Um, so we said, I think last podcast, I said, I don't think Lila knows. So uh, wrong. Um, but uh-huh. the episode Adoration, I think, completely changes that. So that's why I said this isn't really new information at the end, because I think 17 basically confirms that Lila knows. Um because uh, she's like three, two, one, and then the villain comes in, and yes. uh, Chloe says, "Are you a witch?" Which is good. Um, that was a good sign. <laughs> but uh, we're just gonna wait, she says. So uh, yeah, I mean, she clear. They make it much more obvious in seventeen that Lila's orchestrating, uh, knowing that the person she's talking to on the phone will akumatize her, that there's a direct causation there. So I think the show's built this up really well. There's a lot of doubt as to whether she knew or not. We know Gabriel doesn't think she knows. They eventually made it obvious and then confirmed it immediately. So yep. another another great build up, but this it's interesting. Yeah, well, how is this going to come into into play? Um, did Delaney any any more interest in Lila? Your number one Lila hater. Any more hater. interest now that that she's she's anti monarch? Um, I'm excited that like monarch's going to get like his teeth kicked in by a bunch of children. Like that's really what I appreciate is that like he has made an enemy of like all these 15 year olds and they're just going to beat him up. 
he's made an enemy of all of these women. He needs to really look like, out. They're literally just going to kick him in the teeth. Like, that's what's going to happen. And that's Led what he by gets. Natalie. Led Natalie. by Natalie. Natalie and Lila are just going to beat him up. And, like, honestly, it's what he deserves for being such a jerk all the time. Mar- Marinette's going to go try to talk, have a heart to heart to convince him to... Uh... Let, let him uh, let like, her date Adrian. Like, and, and then, and then he he's just gonna like beat her. Chloe up. now when up. it comes to Marinette, like I'm tired of Dupanche. <laughs> also, I'm like, Marinette has done literally nothing to you, you freaking jerk. Besides uh, interfere with his yeah, we'll come back but, life plan. L- 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 yeah, Lila though, are we are we excited? How do we think this is gonna play out? We we she could tell someone. What else she could, could she do? Oh God, I want her to blackmail him so bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm just like, what is she like? I don't know. Like, just, my thing is, so she doesn't have a miraculous or anything. So she doesn't have like any magical like abilities, but I do think she could mess him up like IRL. Yes. Yeah, I think it could be interesting what she could do. My biggest takeaway from this, other than that, it's like kind of interesting that she's a factor in the end of the season now is that again, prior, I said last <laughs> But I guess I don't think Lila's being built up to be like the main villain of next season. I think that's different now that she had this they had this big tentpole episode of the season, emotion, and then she gets the last uh, post credit scene saying she's coming for the current villain. Uh I do think we are on much more of a villain trajectory for Lila into season six. I still skeptical she'll be the main villain of next season, but I yeah. could totally see her being I, like a major secondary villain. It's just Felix, season. Chloe, and Lila. <laughs> Yeah, I think they're all kind of in the same tier of like, it's hard to see them as the main villain, but they, they could be big forces while maybe Tomoe or Natalie or Emily are the kind of the main villain. Still probably the maybe top three candidates. I don't know. I still feel like at the end of the season, like, we're going to be kind of done with Lila. That I, I, it would, it would, this is like, I still, like I I said last podcast, I think that. It's tough for Lila to have too big of a role because we just yeah she just has no character she has no emotional motivation and, so. and we're and we still don't know what her emotion like we, still we don't, don't know, know what her so it would be nice if if this was her big swan song it would be it would be nice for sure yeah I would I don't know I would kind of be disappointed if we continued on with Lila after this but she's season. a lot more in, she's a lot more interesting now than before yes in in some regard yes. <laughs> But she's also it. she's also only interesting in opposition to Gabriel. So if you take Gabriel away, it probably collapses. It, I was gonna say we're really building up this like Gabriel burning his bridges kind of situation because I think it's just to make us not feel bad for him when he dies. Yeah, that's fair because he's really he's really out there ruining. <laughs> his own life he really is he really is out there just causing problems the only the only person that like he kind of is on good terms with is adrian but that's like barely hanging on by a thread because adrian doesn't know that he's being controlled by his father so yeah uh could and and natalie is contradicting the orders anyway um which she could do to this natalie natalie is gonna step away soon and i'm so excited yeah, I need to go through to find the big Natalie. No, Lila's like, now, like, can you let me in? She's like, I'm going to beat him up. And she'd be like, sure. Yeah. Yeah, Natalie says to, uh, to Amelie, sorry, I have no choice. And uh, Amelie says, there's always a choice, Natalie. Natalie, wonder... uh, Natalie almost implying she's a sense monster. Yeah. <laughs> I have no choice. Well, I wonder if Natalie um, feels like she doesn't have a choice anymore because of she's 
she feels like she's literally the only person looking out for Adrian. I think that's what she means, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, also, like, it would suck to to truly piss Gabriel off because right now she is relying, well, I guess unless she got, like, got in good with Timoe. And because I'm like, she's got all of those robotic legs and things going on. And I can only assume that Gabriel is footing that bill for her. So that's fair. Yeah, but, we can come back. I'll see if there's anything else on Natalie and Alan. But um, it's it's interesting. It seems like we're going to have those. So anyway, uh, anything else on Lila? I mean, I think I think it's just going to be. She's the um, worst. I hate her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In episode 17. So she orchestrates this plan in order to. Uh, not even it, the plan isn't even to get the miraculous in episode 17 no, it's just to have marinette expelled uh using yep. a villain it's hilarious to get rid of her yeah because that's that's all she was tasked to do was get get rid of right. the marinette so that, that, so, so that that's what's interesting she goes from pretty small potatoes motivation of just like be gabriel's get rid of marinette conduit into a major force in the show now yes, yes. so that's that shift should be very interesting um but uh I, I and that's a big fair. shift too, because I mean, she knows who Monarch is. <laughs> she sh- she should go. If you think about it, like from from a, a bigger overall perspective, you want revenge on Monarch. You know who Monarch is. You should go to Ladybug if you can. Yeah. Um. That, that kind of makes the most sense. She may also be just a little bit too prideful to go to Ladybug. Like. Yeah, I think I, she doesn't like Ladybug. Yeah. No. Um, so who else could she go to? It'll be interesting. No, I think she's just going to blackmail Monarch. Oh, yeah. Also, I don't want this, but this is going to happen. Or maybe she does try to tell Ladybug and Ladybug's like, okay. Like never follows up on it. Yeah, Marinette, just, Mar- Marinette wouldn't believe her. So that Yeah, and then also sad. like the, the problem is they've ar- they already suspected Gabriel and he uh, tricked them. Oh, yeah, yeah. he akumatized himself. Such a, Twice. Good move. Such a good move. Twice. Um, remember back in the heyday when he was smart and doing cool things. Like <laughs> and had April as a fan, and now he's lost his one fan. So sad. Uh, oh, sweet. I'm telling you, he has like cataclysm brain cancer. So yeah, we don't babe. we don't know who Monarch is. We love Hawk Moth. Like we yeah. stand no, him. Exactly. <laughs> Tanya was like, "Who's Monarch?" And I was like, "Oh, it's who's Hawk Monarch." <laughs> Like we we yeah. stand hog moth. We hate like, monarch. Just, even give us chat even give us Scarlet Moth. We'll take Scarlet Moth we'll take over. Scarlet Moth. That'll be great. Just monarch. Get out of here. What do you think of Gabe uh at the beginning of seventeen making uh raclette for all, to make all of Adrian's games trump come true? Uh, I love that Natalie uses that against him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you were trying to make all of Adrian's uh, dreams come true. So you're going to tell him he can't go to the dance with Marinette? Oh, like... God, that was good. <laughs> any any raclette thoughts? I did not know what this is. I just uh, thought he pancakes. Like I don't. I that's just what I assume he's making when he's cooking. Yeah, he's always making pancakes. So and then he's like, "Oh my God, I'm going to die. My arm hurts." Uh, he, me- he, cheese melted cheese on boiled that potatoes. That sounds Yum. amazing. Sounds good. They apparently. I had to look it up. Okay. Uh, speaking of Gabe, yeah, I, I Adrianette, and I, I, the direct, new direction of the show is Gabriel getting in the way of Adrianette now, which feels like it kind of came out of nowhere, right? Like he's never really stood in opposition to Adrianette until recently. It wasn't uh, yeah. until to like it be 
it was Tomoe made it a problem. Yeah. 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 So she made it a problem. And she's like, you better hold up your end of the bargain. And I'm like, what is the bargain? Spill yeah, the tea. <laughs> Uh, I have to say, I love this direction, though, because I think this is, like, arguably the two most interesting aspects of America's Ladybug. Uh, the lore, the strongest element of the lore, which is, I think, is Adrian as a center monster ever since it yes. came up in season Yes. Three. The strongest element of the lore and the strongest element of the romance, which is, like, Marin and Adrian about to get together. And the show is putting the two in opposition and prominently then, next to each other. And them not knowing who the other is. In terms of Ladybug and Cat Noir. And then it also plays into the identity stuff, too. I think it's a great storytelling decision. It's like when I felt like Owl House was at its most successful in season two, it's like the the Senna Monster, the... The, the Senna Monster. The Senna Monster <laughs> stuff in Owl House was very prominent. <laughs> Lumity was very prominent. Grimwalkers, right? Like, I, yeah. I feel like the show hi- like the show highlighting its its biggest... So I'm a huge fan of, of this. Uh, it, it does feel kind of random, but... The show has been progressing stuff episode to episode, super serialized this season, building off of, mm-hmm. of, of this now. So now Gabriel in the way of Marin and Adrian, even though he's like fully – this is, I guess this is a way to build him back up as a villain. He's fully incompetent of uh, getting the Miraculouses. There's no shot. But he's in the way of the couple now. I, well, I guess no because not even last step is – or in Adder- – what was it? Adoration. He, th- no one was really. I mean, he kind of like mentioned getting the miraculouses, but doesn't like, seem like he cares anymore. And there's no villain in uh, motion. Yeah. yeah. Well, he said he says I can't accumulate any more people. I'm going to die soon. So yeah. So uh, I mean, it's it's really in like interesting to see him not try and get the miraculouses. Like, <laughs> yeah. What are, he, he's he's just trying to get. Adrian and Kagami together. Um, but but the big things he does in uh finally Marina finally says uh in adoration that she loves Adrian and they go to kiss, but then Gabriel comes out of the shadows and says, He, no. he spooky Gabriel comes out of the shadows. That was this that was such and a Adrian's good move. like, What's wrong with me? Yeah. <laughs> so sad. Well, he's like, I think you should go. Like, oh so sad. And then in emotion, um, they're about to kiss again, and um, but he gets in the way kind of indirectly, and uh, she uh, says she loves uh, him to Felix. So Marinette said she loves Adrian twice now, by the way, so big Adrianette mm-hmm. progression. Um, and then at the end, he says he orders Adrian not to bring Marinette up, and Marinette's going to go have a heart tire with her, uh, with uh, Gabriel. So That's going to go so well. Two, two almost kisses oh. in these two episodes for... And Kagame's gonna have a heart to heart with her mom too. Yes, too. Which we could get more information from that. All right, this is gonna happen. All right, here's the finale. Okay. Adrian and Marinette are finally gonna kiss, and then yes. Adrian's gonna find out he's a cinema monster. <gasps> and we're gonna put the kiss off again. No, it's gonna be the, both of these things are gonna happen. Okay. Are we putting the kiss off until the yep. finale? Yep. Even we though they almost, wait. even though there were seconds from kissing in these we two episodes, we have to wait five yes. seasons for them to be a couple. Yeah, we have to wait half of season. I know, but there's like six more episodes until the finale. Like, we're really not going to do it. Uh Even though we're going to have to, we have to really play up this like he can't because his dad sucks. Yeah, which is fun because he's a centa monster. Yeah, and and now all of the plot lines converging. I agree. It's fun. It's just I also I still think the kiss thing is not that big of a deal because they kissed in episode nine, just not as Marinette and Adrian. Yeah, the thing she was telling Nino and Ollie about it. It's a thing now. 
Oh, yeah. I love now. that she gave them such a hard time. She's like, I was told to stop doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So but anyway, so in terms of Adrianette, though, uh, we had the big progression. They're about to kiss twice. Marinette says she left. And so there's nothing in the yep. way now of them after we had. Nope. So she's prior seems so to- much more comfortable with him. I love it. Yeah. Prior to these three, few episodes, Marinette was the one in the way of like getting building up to her being comfortable with it. And now she's ready. But now Gabriel's in the way. Gabriel is hardcore in the way. So what's next for Marin and Adrian? Can we talk about how Andre finally got his closure? He was so happy. He was like, I'm done. (laughs) My mission on Earth is done. Yeah, Andre is like, I'm done. I can leave. He's so dramatic with it, yeah. But then then he gives the thruple the the Also, boys, y'all, why? Why is it? Also, I'm like, the flavors he chose and the reasons behind them were just kind of creepy to me. He's like... He's like mint, like uh, Adrian's eyes, and then he said vanilla because of his skin. <laughs> Why not? Because of his and, personality. And the, yeah, and then yeah, and then the the blueberry perfect. for Marinette's hair, and then the rose for her perfume. And I'm like, are you out here sniffing Marinette? What's I know, that? That's kind of creepy. <laughs> but vanilla. Look, I'm just happy for him. He's like, I'm done. I can retire. Yeah, and then not... and then he complained about making the ice cream for Merida. Uh, it's so funny, Kagame and uh, Adrian. Look, this thruple is real, and I think like in an ideal world, the thruple would happen, but we can't. Yeah, yeah. That being said, Marinette says uh, in uh, adoration. I think she says the two people. It doesn't have to be. Uh, why? Why couldn't he be in love with uh, with two people or no one at all? So she mentions thruple. Yeah, but I will say he was he did it for them and he didn't like like he kind of complained, but he did it because the last time he was like, I'm not doing it for the three. Of yeah, you. but he knows he knows they're in love now. So. Yeah, he yeah. Knows. So he's like, fine, here. That Have was your like, ice look, cream. I, just saying that emotion starts with Marinette and Adrian almost kissing and ends with the thruple together. So maybe that's it. the direction we're going in. I'm fine with that. Works for Let's me. do it. Yeah, just bring Luca back so he can get on it. <laughs> bring no. Luca. No, how about Zoe gets in on? How about that? Bring Zoe. I'm fine for with the, Zoe. Luca can stay away. Po- the polycule with Zoe in it, right? Um speak any other Adrianette thoughts? And uh, prediction on what's next for them. I think they're gonna continue to date, but it's gonna be you know what? I almost I almost wonder if Baronet figures something out. Yeah. Because like, even Isn't it possible Marinette goes to talk to Gabriel and figures out something with Adrian being a Santa monster? Yes. And I think because she even she's pointing out like ha- the weird things, you know what I mean? Like, like, oh, isn't he kind of acting weird or and that was very sweet of Tiki at the end of Adoration to be like, yeah, but you did it. And I was like, yeah, but there's another more serious problem here. Tiki, shut up. Uh, okay. Also, Tiki's like, yeah, that was weird. Can I have your ice cream? Right. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. But we like bring bring back sweet tooth tea. That, that was a really good callback. So that was the worst. I was concerned. I was like, wait, you're just gonna give her the ice cream? No, Not we watched idea. that episode. <laughs> I know that episode. <laughs> Somewhere Plog is yelling. Plog's yeah. like, oh god. Oh god, did someone give Tiki sugar? <laughs> like 
going to be B whenever I'm reintroduced to sugar. <laughs> yeah, bro, you're going to turn into Tiki. You're Tiki. I'm yeah, Tiki. I could see it, though. <laughs> yeah, I love I love Marinette learning stuff about it. But it, I think one thing about putting, like, doing the almost kiss, putting them, it, it feels like Marinette and Jen are a little on the back burner to the Cinemonster <laughs> stuff right yes. now. Well, and I think maybe I think it's, the, it's the vehicle. Yeah. And it's hard to see if they are putting off an alley. It's hard to see what major romance moments are next. You know, it's like, well, yeah. what else can we see them do? I guess they could go on a date now, an official, like, uh, yeah. I mean, they already did, but go on, like, yeah. A I want them to have date. an awkward dinner with uh, Marinette's parents. Oh, that'd be Aww. good. Meet, meet Marinette's parents. Yeah, they could you do that. You know what? I don't think it would be awkward because Adrian's such a good boy and her okay, parents already love that. They, they, know, they know Adrian already, too. Yeah. Awkward, like they're gonna be weird about it. The, the aggress, the aggress family dinner that would be great with uh, oh, yes. with Natalie, Natalie, and uh, the gorilla there too. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. So I fully expect Marinette to show up, and Natalie's like, "Oh, are you here to talk to Gabriel? Please come inside." And then uh, like, and Gabe, and, she, and she's gonna be like, "Gabe, you have a, you have a guest," and he's gonna and be like, "Gabe's oh, in God. the middle of making pancakes." And Natalie's <laughs> like, oh, and, "Like Natalie is gonna be like, OMG, like it's gonna be so good, like." Natalie's here for the drama. Gabriel's yes. so mad. And Natalie's okay, do we, like, yes. Did we do this joke already? So Mar- Marinette, uh, Gabriel finally accepts that Adrian's dating Marinette. Marinette comes to the to meet Gabe to meet Adrian's parents. Uh, just Gabriel, though. Gabriel comes up wheeling the dead wife out, saying, yes. "You're here to meet both of us. Here's the full, Adrian's the mom." Full coffin and bringing Natalie's the coffin out, and, and he like and he like and and, Natalie's, and he like props Emily in the coffin up at the dinner table, and yes. they. Because no, uh, they're eating in the dead wife garden. Oh, they or they eating they're in the having dead a picnic garden. in the dead wife garden, <laughs> the dead wife garden. <laughs> with the butterflies all around. Oh, so I love this. But we like Adrian's, we... like Marinette, I need you to meet my father and my two moms. Yeah. Okay, but Adrian's <laughs> also like, oh my god, my mom's been here this whole time. Yeah, he doesn't. Oh yeah, he doesn't know does she's in. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're also due for Adrian. Uh, Oh yeah, Adrian needs down. to find out. He needs to know everything, right? He doesn't know. Anything. I need yes. him to like accidentally stumble upon the garden. Also, Hoth's Ad- dying. Like, yeah. what? We have <laughs> to pencil in. Adrian, Adri- Adrian is going to. Ad- right, in theory, in the finale, by the finale, Adrian's going to learn. Marinette potentially. Marinette's ladybug. Uh, his dad is monarch. His dad is dying. His mom is actually alive and in the basement. Uh, kind of a lot here. Adrian's going to have around alive. <laughs> actually a- biologically dead but in theory alive. alive yes okay yes preserved potentially alive um and natalie has known about all of this and uh it's this could be sad yeah he's gonna be really mad at some people uh what could eight could we have a big like uh chat blanc redux kind of episode maybe, where maybe. oh yeah, that, I think I think we're I think it's deserved. But he was akumatized. So I know, just like him, some big Felix esque like emotional hey, villain turn. For so Ladybug got leveled up and into a new suit. He can turn. He can go like full. Like he could chat like Blanc. super. He could super Saiyan in the chat blanc. I don't That'd know. Be good. <laughs> super Saiyan in the chat blanc. Let's do it. Yep. Uh okay that's that let's let's uh, any okay but uh, any other Adrianet predictions we have we have some good going to dinner theories that's totally gonna happen next um but yeah next maybe a date next okay anyway, or uh, I wonder if Natalie will step it step in and, and 
Natalie could facilitate their relationship in secret, right? Or uh, like yeah. uh, counteract Nat- the order. Because Natalie's like 1000% on board with all of this. And so I wonder if like Natalie, like Marinette goes to, to meet, like she just charges in and she's like, I'm going to talk to Gabriel. And Natalie's like, oh, well, talk to me instead. That way she can, you know, like, it's like whenever you know, you ask mom or dad if you can do something and he says no. And then you go and ask mom and she says, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like that. I go, go to ask mom and mom says, go ask your real mom in the garden. <laughs> yeah. Me. Go into the basement. <laughs> go to. <laughs> no, it's Yeah, no, it's true. They could, Natalie could be super involved with Adrian not coming up. That'd be interesting. Because she's already like been very involved like she's very pro f- this relationship and so what if what if natalie is like trying to like skulk around and facilitate their relationship and then she absolutely accidentally learns that marinette's ladybug <gasps> and then she defects because of that or natalie accidentally says something and marinette figures out that adrian's a scent monster or that, yeah. There's, uh, we're, yeah, we're on the precipice of so much here. There's yeah. so much. There's so much potential. Thomas, are you writing all of this? I down? think Natalie. <laughs> I don't know. So like, you say when Marinette, the whole season's aired elsewhere. Yeah. So if, she, if she were to find out, Lady, like the Marinette's ladybug, she maybe she would tell Marinette on purpose that he's a cinder monster. Oh. Yeah. So maybe she goes to if she maybe she goes to Marinette, whether whether or not she knows she's a ladybug. Uh, and just tells Marinette in order to, like, what should I do? Should we tell him? This will break his uh, well, heart. But yeah, because we also don't know what would potentially happen if, like, to Adrian if both Natalie and Gabriel die. <laughs> Yeah, we can get back to that conversation. What if the but but yeah. Amelie is Amelie is in stasis and uh, yes. Adrian is fine, so it should be okay. Um, assuming assuming she's in stasis because he well, could my, very my well be attached is, to her. I will say I yeah. don't think necessarily that it matters if they're alive or not. I think the main issue is be like who's going to get the rings. Yeah, yes. the rings and who has the peacock miraculous. I think are what's the most important. Yeah. Well, we know who's got the peacock miraculous. We know this. We know that. <laughs> Okay. That's not a secret. <laughs> Z- we'll talk more about Zoe. Um, Sweet Zoe. Z- Zoe uh, in... She's such uh, an icon. Yes. She says that... Uh, sh- she's hinting, she's dropping hints all episode that she likes Marinette, but Marinette thinks... Uh, she's not picking up any of them. No, she no. She likes Adrian. She has this uh, picture that she's hiding. It's so good. So cute. Um... But at the end, well, I really like too that um, the mayor is like. I mean, I think you should uh, you should do this. It's so good. Yeah, they have such a cute relationship. I love that he's like such a father figure to her because she obviously does not have one. Um, But but not but not to Chloe. But you mean Anax? Yeah, our our good friend Anax. Yeah. Um. So let's go through the scene at the end. She's um. She uh, like she has like has this look of Marinette in her eyes as she stares at Marinette about who uh, she likes, and Marinette says, "Oh," and she says, "I'm truly very honored." Um, she says, "Zoe says it's a relief to get off her chest," and she encourages her to tell Adrian. Um, Zoe says she's been waiting to tell her since the day she met her, but she thought it'd be pointless to Marinette, and she can see it doesn't change anything. Um, this is like, even if they went the kind of like not directly verbalized route with the look and Marinette saying, oh, afterwards, Zoe says, mm-hmm. I've been wanting to tell you since the day I met you. So it is explicitly stated after, right? 
Yeah. Um, I we, that's it. They had such a mature conversation. Like even Marinette being like, "Zoe, I think you should still tell Adrian." I know, you know what I mean. Like, j- like, dang, th- why are these kids so old? <laughs> uh. Yeah, well, apparently they're ninth graders, at least Marinettas, which we didn't know. Um, but their school uh, system's super weird over there. Delaney, well, how shocked were you that? Know. How shocked were you that uh, it's it's it, this scene at the end explicitly stated that after eight nine years, Ladybug uh, has an explicit queer scene, queer character. So I guess I wasn't that shocked at the end of the episode because like the whole episode was it. So I was mainly yeah. shocked that the episode yeah. exists. Yeah, they built up to it really well in the episode. The season built up to it really well because we were speculating after the Kwame's choice yes. that so we we both yeah. thought Zoe was was liked girls, and yeah, I think you were specifically said Marinette. That was a great call. Mm-hmm. Um, that but it was very naturally well built up by the season. It's good stuff, uh, and uh, it's just, it's beautiful. The scenes, the, the conversations Zoe and Marinette have, and uh, Zoe confessing to Marinette with the look in her eyes, and then further validated by Marinette and Adrian looking at each other. They have the same reflection of the opposite when in the scene after this, um, like how Zoe is the reflection of Marinette. Um, but uh, yeah, I just it's it's just it just it's not like that. This is a revolutionary scene in the context of queer representation and animation at this point, considering we've had several shows have explicitly gay things at this point, although, you know, five years ago, that I was I mean, to have, to have sh- the show, like Ladybug, which airs all over the world, yeah. and then also, like, to have a show over time become more gay, I don't think we've had that. Like, if we're talking about queer animation, we're talking about shows that are like, like, these are the shows the gay is happening. I mean, another example would probably be Voltron. Gr- but granted, Voltron, um, I don't think they did it in the best possible way. But like, it yeah, was- I guess Voltron's the best comparison. Like, like Voltron- She-Ra and Steven Universe eventually get explicit, yeah. but it was there the whole time, right? Yeah. Like, Ladybug isn't the same. Yeah, like Ladybug is not a queer coded show. Like, this is eventually not- they introduce Rose and Julica being super yes. affectionate, and that's been very coded and Mark and Nathaniel, yes. and they've been they've been like hyping that up in the background for a little while now. And and it, it makes you it lulls you into a state of like that's all that the show is going to be right and to, and then yeah. they have like a major secondary character at this point in Zoe even though she just existed starting in season four um, be explicitly liking girls and liking Marinette specifically uh, yeah it's 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 pretty phenomenal that Ladybug went there I mean I think you, things like Delaney said to understand as the show does not have the same level of restriction as a show that airs on Cartoon Network or another network in the U.S. Or, that, or like, a Netflix or, show. Yeah. A Netflix show especially. Which like, honestly, this is zero the stuff. Like, when we talk about Avatar, we wish Avatar would have had this. Like, obviously, we end The Legend of Korra. And again, even then, that's, you know, that kind of began it all. That's still not, like, you know, like, the epitome of what we would want out of a show. But, like... And even that is less direct, you could argue, than yeah, Zoe at the end of this, this episode. Yeah. And then so now to have like to have a show that is still running and we're now like and then to introduce this and again, again, like what you were saying, like the fact that it's Marinette, like it's this character in love with the main character of the show. Yeah. 
Also, we're yes. not just, like, waving Zoe off. Like, they're literally hanging out the next episode. And and they followed mm-hmm. up next episode with them hanging out. We can talk about how we want the show to, to – how the show handled that. Um, but, yeah, to just to, to – we've talked about it a lot. But to summarize, the Ladybug airs globally. It's 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 airing models dependent on it airing globally, including in literal China, which it will be interesting yep. to see if this, this episode eventually airs there, even in a, a country like uh, Brazil or Japan. And uh, it's it, even in France, like, uh, the show yeah. has been censored yeah. itself last episode with the the police messaging episode got censored um and then there's recently been uh upheaval in in france that shows that the country should, uh, could absolutely use the episode that they censored uh last year <laughs> yeah um so but so it's not like france has as the greatest track record with airing the show either and so to go through all of that make this explicitly queer episode scene to follow up on it make it a legitimate plot and then the show well even also uh, now that in the united states and and elsewhere but um the fact that disney is airing the show yeah and disney is is happily airing this without uh restriction um you know and this is a larger discussion not really about ladybug but in the face of uh increasing recent um political uh pushback against uh especially queer children's media um so all of these things considered not that all of these are explicitly factors of ladybug it's a huge uh kudos to thomas and the writers and to the producers of the show and everything for this this going through and this being uh such a well like lovingly handled episode and plot line and character with zoe and you know even all the rose julica mark and nathaniel stuff has been even if it's been relegated to the background, kind of not explicitly has been lovingly presented multiple sorry, times Rose throughout the season. Like, the like they're, yeah. they're so great. So it, I mean, this show really—it's it, a show that we never imagined would uh, be remotely no. uh, explicitly progressive, and has gone from great environmental messaging up until um societal policing messaging to uh the the the, legitimate queer representation now and it's really it's really fantastic and um yeah didn't think our our little stupid superhero show would uh would go this far uh and and it's it's really it's really like it's not even like oh ladybug did like a very special gap so like it's just like a great it's great content it's a great romance uh, story that's a non-traditional story like it's a show that's so centered around one couple to have another character say um yeah that, uh, the thing like that that that's something that i don't think is you know you don't really see that so that was really like i think that was kind of really bold like it's it's yeah. like it's nice that i got it off my chest to, to marinette and we can still be friends and nothing's changed and that that's really great messaging too i mean we've seen maybe a similar thing with luca and mm-hmm. i think this is even better handled than Luca liking Marinette and ha- but although that's also been wonderfully like Luca still being them being friends and Luca providing her with advice and we kind of present this uh as well and then uh side note everyone loves uh Marinette as we, said in the past obviously I'm totally fine with like Zoe and Marinette and um Kagami and Marinette but like what if we just shove Zoe and Kagami together that's a good uh <laughs> the <laughs> people that Marinette and Adrian don't end up with yeah yeah they, it could be Zoe interesting. Has, I think they're they're not that similar. I, I wonder if they know each other. I don't know. I will say Zoe has a lot of the um, what's the word traits that she's looking for in Adrian. So interesting. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, I I loved uh, Marinette and Zoe's conversation about her crush uh, earlier in the episode too. Not just so that scene cute. at the end. It's so, so good. I, 
so I can relate to not having trouble telling the person she loves how she feels, which she said before is like complicated. And this episode expounds upon that here. Um, Marinette says, not, when you love someone, nothing's impossible. Nothing's forbidden. Love has no boundaries. Marinette said, love wins. Marinette said, pride month, even though it's over. Yeah, Marinette, right? said, like, yeah. <laughs> Marinette said, gay rights. And that's gay also right, yeah. <laughs> my birthday. Happy birthday to me. Yeah, happy yes. birthday, Delaney. Marinette says, nothing's forbidden. Love has no boundaries. Um, but they're in love with someone else. Uh, I think the show, like, really interestingly has Marinette specifically using he pronouns about Zoe's crush yep. assuming, and then Alia does that as well, yep. um, which I, I think is I very... Was very pointed. It was very good. Very pointed. Like, I I think that was... Yeah, and then uh, contrasted with the way Zoe's acting around Marinette, I thought that was incredibly done. Marinette says, why couldn't he be in love with... Uh, two people or no one at all about like potentially Adrian or someone else. So like, uh, you know, validating asexualness or polyamory, right? Like Marinette there. It's all like very subtly presented, but these very queer positive messages coming from the main character of the show in, in this scene. Um, and, and just very natural conversation, despite like being purposefully kind of queer positive uh, yeah. quoted in the mm-hmm. conversation. It, it was, I thought it was fantastic dialogue. Honestly, both these scenes so incredibly written. Um, with with the dialogue and everything else, um, and then Marinette making the assumption it's about Adrian, which is tied in very well. Uh, but yeah, I, I I love all all of all of their interactions this episode, and then next episode as well. They go to they're going to go to the movies together. I'll know Marinette bails on uh on Zoe. What do we think of that? <laughs> Zoe kind of like tells her to go though at the she same does. time. Is Zoe being too uh, accommodating of Marinette with Adrian? Probably, yeah, I maybe, say, maybe in a Luca esque manner. A supportive friend, like yeah, Luca was also a supportive friend. Yeah, but yeah. Luca was a different kind of supportive. So, like, friend. the problem with this show is that everyone loves Marinette way too much, which is not their yeah. fault because she's literally perfect. Like, who wouldn't? I mean, Gabriel doesn't like her. He doesn't even know her. He's literally a butthead. That's like, true. <laughs> <laughs> So I think the main issue is everyone is just stupid when it comes to Marinette. I think that's the main problem is everyone's just dumb. Everyone gets like Marinette brain. Yeah, basically. Like Mar- but like Marinette brain whenever, uh, like how Marinette was with Adrian. Yeah, in basically Mar- one. they're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, I think that's what happens. Like Marinette starts talking and they're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just- uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, basically, like, because everyone's stupid. <laughs> like, I think that's the problem. <laughs> I think it's probably healthy for Zoe to, like, still treat things normally and still, like, encourage her friends and stuff like that. So I think that's all great. I think you have a – and it's good for Marinette to uh, still hang out with her normally and stuff. You could – there's, like, an argument to be made that Marinette – heard a confession from zoe and still wants to like go to the movies with her there could you know could marinette have some sort of feelings for zoe as well you know like uh i think think that's a potential interpretation of what's going on marinette's also just a really good friend so she's a very good friend but um i don't know she seems like marinette really likes zoe i think by marinette is a totally valid interpretation of of yes yes um i personally think marinette is pan yeah, that we could uh Ooh. all uh all all beings human or scent a monster. Yes. yes. <laughs> that's a key that's a key. Uh it's important. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, not that she knows, but <laughs> once she knows though. Once she knows. Yes. Once she knows. What's next for Zoe with Marinette? She's just her buddy, but I do think we should um we should put Zoe and Kagami together. At the very least, Kagami needs a friend who's not Lila. Oh my god. 
Remember, I Zoe like- was flirting with uh, Alia as the superhero, though. That's true. I, I'm, that was also great. That was also Zoe's t- just a flirt. I'm here it's for it. The show the presents that Alia in this episode is kind of like an oblivious straight person with Nina. Yeah. Um, so that's sad. But uh, Alia, Alia should be by, too. I, um, I, I just hope that Zoe and Baronet stay together. Alia and Baronet are in love with each other. Like, that's just like. And that. also, yeah. Yeah, that's also, that's the OG Mate Delaney ship, right? That's the OG right? Alia and Baronet. Like, we haven't had enough Alia and Delaney, when you were shipping Alia Nets, uh, did you ever think that there, <laughs> we would be at this position? <laughs> no. With another, with another girl that was not introduced <laughs> until I'm season shocked. four. <laughs> Um, I, I think that it's a little like uh, from a queer like uh, perspective and Zoe supporting perspective. It's kind of a little annoying that we go immediately into the uh, the straight uh, couple, but it's obviously the headline of the show. And that's another, by the way, thing in terms of everything we said about this show and, and presenting Zoe's gaze. It's also like an inherently like straight couple forward prominent about this love square type of show and to have this in that type of show, not in like an overall queer show is also like a, diff- a different uh and fantastic like way of 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 presenting queer queerness in in a in a different type of show um but uh we like zoe goes immediately to encouraging uh marinette to to well, go after adrian and both like, Zoe knew she had no chance like zoe knew that. yeah it wasn't yeah. about that which is clear it wasn't about having a chance it's about her feelings like being validated yeah. and her saying them and about her living her her truth and stuff like that you know but uh, it, it, what's next in terms of Zoe, it's like, I, I love them following up with Marinette and Zoe still being friends and hanging out and Zoe still being involved in the Adrian stuff. But we should also give Zoe a girlfriend. But we should all, yes. exactly, it's present Zoe's queerness not in relation to Marinette as the next step. We've I think Delaney and I have had this conversation. We've had like a million times <laughs> in the podcast in terms of the next step. I, I mean, there's a bit of a year, there's like a bit of an age difference, which should be, oh, what's, oh, I can never remember her name. Um, Who would it describe? Who? The, the, the older girl that Marinette likes. Oh, oh uh, so clean. <laughs> so clean, yeah. So two clean. two years, yeah, with yeah. Uh, so clean. Yeah. Because we thought we speculated so clean was also in love with Marinette too. I mean, I still think that's probably true. I think I think okay. Marinette had a crush. Can't on be so with clean. Marinette. How about but with Marinette's uh, stunt double? Stunt How about double. that? Yeah. Stunt double. No, I definitely thought Marinette had a crush on so clean. Also, yes. like. This show, which this is what I like about this show, because I so I read a book series where like the main character and he was a guy like everyone was in love, like literally every character is like in love with him. And what that's why I like about Lego is like everyone is clearly in love with Marinette. <laughs> like it's really great. Like I it's it's it. it's incredible. The show has gone a very refreshing. The premise of the show is here's my interpretation. The platonic idea, uh, ideal of the two teenagers in love with each other, the pretty, like the pretty teenage couple in love with each other. And so, uh, one of them, you have, oh, actually, he's so perfect. He's actually like a fake human. And we're going to yeah. build this into the mythology <laughs> yes. of the show. And the other, it's like, oh, actually, everyone's in love with her. It's very validating. It's like, we're not just like, uh, igno- ignoring that, uh, these people are so awesome. Like, yeah, it's, they are. Mm-hmm. And it's in, in, in the show. It's all there. It, it, uh, they've spelled it out for us. Yep. Um, so yeah, I, I think net, net, ideally Zoe and Marinette hanging out is great. Maybe Zoe talking to someone else about uh, liking girls, uh, her having a crush on someone else, being with can someone else—that would like, be fantastic. Zoe, can we have like Zoe and Julika and Rose like having a yes. meeting? Oh yeah, that would be great if they all talk together. Or just them. the three of them enjoying ice cream together. How that would be so nice. <laughs> Rose is just screaming the whole time. Like, <laughs> It would also, be so I, good. I really enjoy the drama of being like, one of them is in the ninth grade, and so you're never going to see them again. 
Right? Like, like it's not that serious. Like, so did we know Marinette was in the ninth grade and Zoe was okay. in the eighth grade? We no, need to talk about it. this because that creates... I don't because it creates stakes for the end of the season. It means that uh, Marinette and Adrian and everyone are graduating from that school at the end of the season, which I guess we knew because so clean left. So that was the predecessor to this. And they said she was a year above them. So, yeah, they're going to be separated from the eighth graders, which I guess is Zoe and maybe other. I mean, anyone that's not in Marinette's class, I guess, is eligible. So but they're moving schools. So it's kind of is like the end of the era at the end of season five. They're going to be at a, a different school, potentially. Potentially, in two Mrs. weeks, have her baby. She's two gonna have weeks. to have a <laughs> She needs to have the baby. Time ever. Okay, like, what's gonna happen for what's gonna happen first? Uh, the two weeks they're graduated. Uh huh. Miss Boosty has the baby. No. Or Gabriel dies. Gabriel's definitely gonna die <laughs> <laughs> from his cataclysm. It's, we, have the several, only... we have several timers, right? Uh, happening with the show. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. <laughs> um. I forgot, oh, man, I forgot I was going to... Okay, but if Zoe's a year younger than all of them, and Chloe's the same age as Marinette... I'm trying to figure this out, and it doesn't make any sense. So who is Zoe's father? Or does this mean that... uh, What's-her-face had an affair? affair? That's what it seems like. It doesn't make any sense. I don't remember the original episodes. Uh, Zoe's a and maybe cinema that's monster. why, that's the like, Zoe's a cinema. Maybe that's why uh, the mayor tries so hard. <laughs> He's like, please yeah. don't I, have I, another affair <laughs> and have another notice? baby. Yeah, that that is true. And he going over, uh, giving her the. Uh, Whatever in, the, in that scene. Uh, did you notice that in episode uh, 17, they are planning for a dance on the Eiffel Tower? Mm-hmm. In episode 18, there is a dance, but it is not that dance. No. Yes, there's going to be another dance. So there's going to be a yeah. second dance, in, in, which diamond, is probably the finale, right? In, yeah. The uh, diamond ball is not associated the with their dance, school yeah. in any way. So in the span of like ten, less than 10 episodes, there will be two dances happening. I'm excited, show. honestly. Yes. Also, the diamond ball is the most bougie thing ever. <laughs> also, like it wasn't even a thing. Like it was so not a thing. And then they just they just invented it, yeah. Yeah. There well, I'm not what is it? Oh, hold on. Oh no. Gotta check my text. Hold on for a second. Why? Oh, guess who just texted us? Oh Sarah? me sp- me specifically. <laughs> That's Luca. Me, no, I don't. Not really, you guys. It's Luca. Oh. Should I read should I read it? I guess. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I got a chant. I got. I'm so you're very surprisingly supportive of uh, reading Lucas text, Lainey. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised too. <clears throat> okay, I guess I got to get into my impression of Luca. Remember, Luca's not here. This is me reading his. You text. can just read his text. Okay, dear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, no, he didn't say that. He didn't say that to start. He off. didn't, he didn't say start hey it guys. off with dear Dylan. Hey dudes, he said, "Dear my best friend Dylan." That's how he started. <laughs> <his text. laughs> so annoying. Dear my best friend Dylan, say hi to my other best friends Delaney and April for me. Luca says hi, guys. Oh, hi, hi Luca. <laughs> Just thinking of you all as I'm here in uh, Shanghai with. I knew it. My... I knew that's where he was. <laughs> yeah. I just I had the sense that Marinette was here, so I had to come visit Shanghai and go to the Pearl Oriental Tower. I think uh, and. Uh, it's quite the view over all of, of Shanghai as I stand here with 
uh, my dad and uh, what's her name? Um, <laughs> what's her name? Penny oh, and Penny. Penny. Uh, <laughs> we're having such a good time traveling the world. Picked up a new hobby of just chain smoking. <laughs> like <laughs> this is this is that's or always what Luca sounds like. This is my impression. I mean, it's my impression of Luca. It's no, not I think the sounds it sounds a little bit more chain smokery than normal. <laughs> I've I've sent Marinette 500 letters and she's doing well. Don't worry That's about that. Good. <laughs> uh, I want Luca to write me a letter. Yeah. Don't worry, Delaney. I didn't forget you. Hi again. It says that in the text. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I heard that the last podcast episode that you guys were on with my Luca's Lyrics podcast has... Five million views. So thank you guys for being on my podcast again. Is it because he listened to it five million times? Absolutely. <laughs> my dad. My dad loves my podcast and uh, listens oh, to it repeatedly. He, he streams. <laughs> no, it's all. It's all. Um, the crocodile. Oh yeah. Fang. Fang's here too. He says hi. Oh it's, yeah. Fang. No, it's just Fang. Fang just listens to the podcast on loop. Whenever he's feeling anxious. Yeah. All the time. All the time. But it's anyway, girl I, and thing. Mm-hmm. I miss you guys, uh, and um, I'm I'm doing well. Don't worry, and uh, you, I hope uh, emotionally the sounds of your hearts are okay. uh, in tune. Okay. Uh, I can't really play them for you through a text, but I'm I'm sure they're doing great. I'll and listen. Like a bunch to- of guitar emojis. Yeah. Guitar, <laughs> sing so emoji, guitar sing emoji, emoji dancing yeah. woman emoji, yeah. uh, monkey no look emoji. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm off to, uh, you, well, I guess you'll find out when I text you next. So uh, I hope oh. all of you are doing well. Love. Did you get like a new SIM card? Like you're texting us from China. Like what's. And my dad hooked me up with the Universal Sync card. Love uh, your best friend, Luca. Okay. Thank you, Luca. Thank you, Luca. Oh, man. Yeah, that was the longest text I've ever received. Uh, <laughs> That's not true. I text you. <laughs> like one one word at a time. It's Let's be real. <laughs> okay. But you know, previously, I've sent you like novels. Yeah, that's the Luca. Luca's back in old internet with uh, Skype messages. Okay, thank you. We we love Luca keeping us updated. Okay, that's good. Anyway, what were we talking about? Not Luca. Your horrible oh. soundboard ding message. Ding. That's like, I got a text. There's like no the sound. Side. I got a text. Is that the actual? Was it was it loud? It wasn't yeah. loud, but it was like it was. Like I think. Audible. I mean, yeah, that must be the sound. It must be because that's what it played when I got a text. It's it's has to be that's the noise my computer plays whenever I get a text. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's. Oh, you know. Anyway, Luke, Luke is just Facetime still on all the time. Every day. Anyway, spe- speaking. Oh yeah, we've been Facetiming. Don't worry. But uh, he also likes to write, write letters like that through text. Mm-hmm. Um, Except he doesn't write of, his best friends Delaney and Aprils. So. Yeah, where's my letter? He's, you guys were included. Yeah. Uh, I think Delaney blocked method? his number, so I think that's what happened. <laughs> I absolutely blocked his number. That is correct. <laughs> uh, speaking of Luca, by the way, I was very distraught that they visited the houseboat and Luca was not there in one of these episodes. You knew oh. he wasn't going to be there, but. How are you going to visit? A narco was there. Yeah, she just, lives and there. And there's no Luca. Luca there doesn't live like, there. Just rubbing it in my face what that Luca's not there. over his empty bedroom until 
Oh, and and I would be weeping. Oh my! And it's just like just a like empty mattress with no sheets or nothing on yeah, it. Yeah, and like, then and we we briefly get a flash of the ghost of Luca as if yeah. he, he lingers oh, oh, oh. there as sad music plays, like sad piano. Sad piano, yeah. Wouldn't it be really funny if Luca shows up in the finale, like just to go to the dance? Oh my god! Wait, he he bet he. That's a great idea. Actually, he shows up just for the dance. That'd be a he good idea. Uh, he can. He better. I heard. You organized this dance, and I just, I just had to come. <laughs> I, Thanks I'm for actually, doing all the Kitty, work. Kitty everybody. section is playing. Surprise! I'm back to play guitar for Kitty because, section. Because oh my god! Because they sent me an or- audio recording of, of Nino. Nino yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a. I actually think they could do it. That would be so good. Okay, let's go through what we didn't okay. talk and about. And it'll be fine. Episodes. Like Luca won't be in danger anymore because Hawkmoth will be dead. Yeah. yeah. What, what if he comes in and there's about to be the climactic identity <laughs> reveal, very dramatic, and he's like, "Oh, you guys must have figured this out already, right? That you got your Ly- age, your ladybug." Luca and says, "Hey, I figured out Hawkmoth's identity." You oh, and then they have, a, they have a they yeah they can have a group chat of the only people yeah. that are smart enough to figure out an identity in the show. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the two best characters. Okay. Oh, no. Um, uh, we've talked about oh, Mar- Zoe Marinette is sketching out a red dress for the dance, so I think we'll see this dress coming. I hope uh, so. Oh yeah. my god, he made uh, such a big deal about it. The scene of Chloe in the hotel with Zoe is in charge now. Uh, Zoe's uh, Mr. Cudley, uh, and he calls uh, the butler, uh, Chloe calls the butler Jean Benoit, and Zoe says the butler's real name is Armand. Zoe would. This is no. an extremely big reveal. This is the biggest yeah. reveal for me of this the is show. Ever, like, <laughs> the Butler's name was our We Zoe followed up. Just, just out here revealing his secret identity. Like. Oh man, Armand's. Wow. Yeah, that, that was that was such a good callback and great way to show Zoe, Zoe's agency in the hotel. Now, oh my god, it was, it was really well constructed. Mm-hmm. My favorite is actually their mom being like, "You need my help to bully your sister." Where are my, <laughs> yeah, where are my three credit cards? Here you are. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and then uh, Anax takes out a portrait of himself as the mayor of Paris. I, uh, to act I love that. Role. That was like, so good. He approves okay. of the that being on the Eiffel Tower, so we get an Eiffel Tower dance coming up. Okay, can we also talk about how they're like, yeah, Kitty Section's going to play music, and if people don't want to dance and aren't afraid of heights, then they can jump on the trampoline that's going to be stretched out across the middle of it. Yeah, the trampoline thing. This is terrible. Like, this I want, sounds like, like a death sentence for so many yeah, people. If they don't like dancing, they can go no on the trampoline and just like, unless they're scared of heights. Like, there's no way. I would jump on a trampoline on the Eiffel Tower. Absolutely though, not. Nope, I'm good. I like being alive. You have to. It's the, it's, no. the, it's the Eiffel no. Tower. Also, like, I don't really think there's as much room there as they think there is. Yes. Look, we have to invent. We have to go and investigate this. Well, duh. Yeah. Let's go install the trampoline. Okay, okay, let's go. All right, can't get wait to get arrested. All right. <laughs> Just tell them that Thomas sent us. That's when oh, we yeah. get arrested. Thomas <laughs> sent us. They're like, "What are you guys doing?" Thomas sent us. Don't worry. They'll know. They'll understand. I'm on a mission from Lady. Right. All right, going to jail. Yay! Can't wait to uh, by Interpol. Sabrina's uh, toot toot whistle. Yes. How about that? Um, <laughs> toot whistle. Sabrina's vanisher with the adoration power to recall also, any object. I can't do that. My dad's a cop, right? Yeah. Poor Sabrina. Um, 
In two weeks, we won't see each other anymore. They're a ninth grader. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be sad, Marinen. Marinen's always separated forever, even though they're like, go to the movies so clearly they can. And there's only so many people in Paris. Yeah. There's literally 20 of you. You might think, how did could Felix possibly snap away every single person in Paris until there's just the three of them left? But then you remember there's only 60 people in Ladybug in the Paris world. Not in even. This universe in Paris. So he really just did them all during that one song. He's just snapped everyone away yeah, during that one song. Yeah, like, that's it. Because literally everyone in Paris was like, I'm going to come out and see this. And he's like, you guys just made my life so much easier. Pretty much. Okay, again, it's like when you watch like Avengers. I'm like, why are y'all going outside? Go in the building. Yeah. <laughs> like, No. Is uh is Felix a Thanos ripoff? Maybe yes. I guess he snapped everyone away at once. Felix has to do it one at a time. I will say I do enjoy it because it's like you know the threat of being snapped away. Yeah, yeah. it's a good device. Um, at Chloe's uh big intricate speech accusing Marinette. Um, <laughs> it's such a good it's, well, then why did, it's why fir- did it's first de- her phone? It's first <laughs> well, degree phone slaughter, she says. And she says, the jury must convict the Baker girl straight away. I rest my case. Treating also, like, like a- the best part is, like, this has happened before. Like, she's so dramatic about her phone all the time. I like uh, Marinette's going to melt her, her gold phone down because yeah. Marinette has access to all of those things. Yeah. Zoe interrupts and Clay says, who do you think you are ruining my indictment? Um, <laughs> also, okay. Zoe, you can't do this, but it was really sweet. But like, you can't. Don't go down for Ladybug. Don't go. Yeah, don't go down for Marinette. Don't go down for anybody. What if Zoe knows Marinette's Ladybug? That'd be amazing. I love it. That's why she uh, went down for. Yeah. So, I mean, she was once she she did it for Mary, but then Ladybug steps. Ladybug also, steps in and is like, "This girl is innocent." Also, the principal it. immediately is like, "Well, I'm just gonna go ahead and expire right now, like, Marinette." Yeah. Like, it's right. very it's very and, silly, but it's like we've seen that a million times. The worst was her parents. They were like, oh, "Marinette," I'm like, "You know, she didn't do that." How could they're you? St- they're just stupid. It's yeah, they are just stupid. It's true, but I'm just like, really. And then we talked about the uh, we talked about the Zoe confession scene, uh, the Marinetti confessing to Adrian. It's not how she imagined it, but it feels right. Uh, Adrian, I love you. They kiss, and Gabe from the shadows. Adrian, no, no. Um, I feel strange. Maybe you should go home. I'm sorry. Yeah, the sad. Cry. So sad. Love Gabriel lur- lurking from the darkness. He's the worst. Ugh. He looks uh, so old. <laughs> lurking in the I mean, dark. He's about to die. Come on. He is. Yeah. It's true. Dying has really uh, aged him. Yes. In a, <laughs> as one does. <laughs> uh, in emotion. Um, oh, yeah. So the, we mentioned this line from um, Lila, uh, Kagami to Lila. Of course not. You're not a precious stone. You're just a stone. <laughs> so good. Oh, that was too direct. I thought this was uh, a good uh, like representation of uh, Kagami being uh, autistic, right? Um so or yes yeah coded like the like the bluntness and then she realizes it later I, well I that's and, and she even like for. says like i'm not trying to like offend you. yeah it's just how right it I, is. I think that's what they're going for I, I, I feel like we talked about this right i'm not making this up in that in a previous episode yeah um, um a lot. she does pedal back though a little bit she's just like that's just how like my pa- like my mother and gabriel feel kind of thing so yeah, yeah, and then she, she tried, she's like, "No, she I don't actually feel like, this." And Lila's like, nice. "Yeah, I get, I, I understand." Um, but they, it is a great line. Uh, we talked about Marin and Zoe movie night. Um, Gabriel, Gabe, uh, Gabriel says Adrian has to follow uh, the order. Natalie, we'll see about that. That's what I meant. Okay, yes. so um, 
So Natalie ominously says that uh, Adrian isn't going to have to follow the orders. Just, I think, hinting again that she might contradict the orders later. So that could come into play based on his order. Or just a reminder to him, like, I can contradict you at any moment. Like, We still don't know why he's, like, letting Natalie keep the ring. But I guess he just maybe doesn't have a choice. Yeah. She could probably beat him up. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I guess she just has the ring at this point. I mean, she uh, he has the miraculous, so he could do something about it, but I don't know. There's probably something more there. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about Felix noticing Kami's ring and gasping. Um, Natalie, sorry, I have no choice. There's always a choice. Natalie says Amelie. Oh, yeah. How about at the dance? Chloe... Uh, not knowing it's Marinette there. I love and, um, it. <laughs> it's so dumb. And then she's like, I'm well, Zoe. And she's like, you. I'm right, Zoe, right. yeah. My under my underling is Chloe. Right. Nobody's so. perfect. So funny. Uh, and the, the, uh, the ro- robot uh, security again, which I think was a follow-up to. There was no reason. It was season. so good. And they, like, dance to the scanning of the so robots. Good. Um, okay. Oh, here's an important thing from Kagami. Kagami looks down at her ring. I am a descendant of samurai women. Okay. Um, (laughs) sure. In my, in my family, you obey orders because you choose to. Um, so again, I think that's a clear implication that she has her akumatized object, even if she doesn't know it. Yeah. But she's choosing to obey orders. Yeah. Yes. You're not, Which might also can't... be why Tomoe feels confident in allowing Kagame to have Because she's so- socialized, beat her into submission, not yes. necessarily ordered her. Yeah. Sad. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's, like, she's, like, trying to kill her, like, earlier in the episode. Right? She's teaching her how to fight for her life. Oh, yeah. They, they, they train again. Yeah, true. Uh, you're not as free as you claim, says Felix. Um, Marinette tells Felix she loves him, dances with him. <laughs> Look, looks closer, Marinette. They're the monsters, says Felix. And then that's yeah. when she realizes it's him. Yeah, because you know, Adrian she, would so say something like I that. I figured it out when he was talking to Kagami. I was like, it's Felix. I'm like, yeah, when he when he yeah. smirks, I think that's when you're supposed to I was like, it's Felix. My queen, he says to Kagami. <laughs> we don't, need to, play, we don't like, need to play puppets for our parents. Well, I love that she's just like, they can't hear us. Why are you doing this? Like... She's like, you're being a creeper. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we talked about uh, Adrian's last person I want to hurt. I care about him. Kagami's truly free now. Oh, okay. So Felix snapping his fingers uh, to, this, to, the, to Gabe's French song from Qua- the Kwame's Choice. So he yep. adds his own lyrics about him snapping his fingers, going it's, around. It's so good. 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. We love it. We love. This is my favorite song. Uh, I didn't know it had an English adaptation. Uh, okay. It does now. I guess in French, it would just be another French version of it. But that's okay. Uh, a great way of demonstrating kind of Felix being villainous in a big dramatic scene. Again, con- 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 contrasting him or comparing him to Gabriel. Uh, really good. Yes. Uh, we didn't talk about Ladybug being super pissed at Felix from the season oh, four. She's like, oh, yeah, I, I loved it. Like, yeah, I was great. She was like, I'm gonna beat you up. And he's like, oh, oh my god. That was also like a really nice fight scene. I enjoyed that. Yes. Because at any moment, Felix could have snapped his fingers and he like does, like he kind of like threatens to, but does it. And then that gives her an opportunity to not. Um, and he almost sort of like gives into like the, I'm not just gonna immediately snap my fingers. I'm gonna play with you a little bit. 
I'm still not over the Lucky Charm not being anything. That is the most messed up thing yes. ever. I died. I screamed. I was like, so yeah, so she Lucky Charms and there's nothing, I guess, because there's no way out of the situation. Yeah. Um, well, it's because the situa- It's because he's going to... The spend. solution is to just... He, he'll do it himself, so... Uh, yeah. Because he's actually she, just a big old softy. She refuses to hand over the Miraculous, and she kind of, like, diverts him, so he snaps her away, but then he, she knows later. So it's, it's, it's very interesting. I do... Between no... Go ahead. I was going to say, I do like that he's like, you know, she's like, it comes at a great cost. And he's like, I have nothing to lose. And she's like, if you say so, like, that's how you feel. Like, she very much like turned everything that he sort of like said or like against him kind of thing. And then she's just like, OK, I guess I'm going. Bye. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. I guess the last big thing we didn't talk about is like, what do we think of Felix going for Ladybug and Cat Noir's Miraculous? He says now he needs Lady Wing Cat Noir's Miraculous so he can make a wish to, for a free world where no one is under anyone's control anymore. No one can decide who to get, who gets powers or not. Yeah. Which was interesting. He identified Ladybug as the guardian as like a controller. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is really interesting. Um, but uh, he says, if if you don't let me recreate the, the world, I'll use my power to transform it. I'll snap my fingers until there's no one left. Okay. So it's like, was this his plan all along to get Ladybug and Cat Norris Miraculouses when he got the Peacock Miraculous in the first place? Or is this mm-hmm. just um, what he did here, like kind of in the moment? That's a good question. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't well, really see how... I ever, like, I just don't see... Like, it's hard to see... Like, I saw this as this was his attempt at like, you know, getting some control back. But he like I don't think like it's hard to imagine him being the next Hawk Moth because he does still have like you know, that humanity that Hawk Moth completely lacks. Yeah. Like he like I mean he's just like I mean he's literally trying to do things for like him and Adrian and now yeah. Nagame. Like And he doesn't really want to like like he like I don't think he really cares. Yeah, I, I think like his big goal is just getting rid of like the people who control them in their lives. And I think that almost like ladybug coming in and interfering was, he was like, I'll get rid of you too. Like, <laughs> and then he threw in the whole part about like, I, like people deciding who do, do and do not get powers and things like that. I think I think it's interesting he views Ladybug as a controller. I think it makes sense. Um, yeah. He's yeah. really all he cares about is his fellow Santa monsters. Is what this episode presents it as. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And season four finale. Uh, I I think in the season four finale he went for the Peacock Miraculous to not just as a vehicle to get the ladybug and P- and cat noir on. I think he wanted it to be able to control the, the make sure there's yeah. no more Santa monsters created that were then destroyed. Control the suffering. Yeah. Um take over the factory farming, you know, the means of production. Yeah. Uh so I think um Because I even- think that's I, I think this 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 ladybug and cat make a wish thing was like uh, he's angry, so this is kind of what he's going for now. I think that's how you, that's what I interpret. Well yeah, I was gonna say I don't think that was like when he you know, transformed. I don't think that was his intention was to go after those. But then it, he, I think like, it, it could have been that could have been his trend, his intention when he transformed. But I don't think it was his long term plan at yes. the very least. But it, it is unclear whether like once Ladybug enters the picture, maybe he pivots. That's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless, he just wants to transform the world. If he uses the wish, that'd be ideal. But he also just get rid of everyone. Um, but then he realizes that uh getting getting rid of everyone's not good i guess yeah well he only Uh, realized it whenever adrian and kagame ganged up on him and were like 
Where's Marinette? His fellow Cinna Monsters like... disapproving. Yeah, it's like the combination of his fellow Cinna Monsters disapproving, plus the shock of him not being in, in control, even though he was. Also, like, I don't know, think he, he knew there was a cost. Yeah, yes, I don't that, think he that knew seems, there was a cost. Yeah, I think seemed, like, new information. that's why the other thing, I think he just like vaguely made, makes the threat of taking away Ladybug and Cat Noir's miraculouses because like Monarch has continuously done that. And he's like, oh, they understand that threat kind of, you know what I mean? Because he does seem shocked whenever he finds out that like there's a cost, like, you know, and he's like, I have nothing to lose. And I'm like, yeah, but you kind of do. So you may say that. (laughs) Yeah. So it was presented as Felix kind of got out of control. So it'll be very interesting to see what the next step is for him. Um presumably he's gone until the finale just because that's how the show works but uh <laughs> he still has the peacock right um yep he still wants to stick up for adrian and Santa monsters so he could go he could just go tell adrian now but i guess he's probably just going to be written off for a while which is sad or not who knows i think this is felix's best episode yes as a character, I think probably for me. It's just the most revealing about him. Finally, they kind of show their cards a little bit with him. I do think it's funny that every Felix episode, he pretends to be Adrian. That's the move if you're a twin. That's got to be the... <laughs> if, you're the a, if, you're, if you're a soap Adrian's opera-esque evil that's twin. He has to do it every time. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. That's all he's there for. <laughs> uh, okay. And I think we went over everything else. Yes. Including Gabe's gear lines at the end of the episode. Um, not another word about Marinette again, twiddling the ring. Okay, so we talked about that. Uh, yep. But we don't think that's a big deal, but we'll see. No, because okay. he, the way he phrased it, I love it. There's ways oh, around Gabe. things. Oh, maybe Gabe. He'll die. Maybe, maybe him dying will be relevant again next episode. Oh. Uh, Delaney, I am beat. Delaney, any final thoughts? Uh, Hawk Moss of Boyhead. That's we it. thought Monarch. Monarch's, Monarch's a butthead. Monarch's we love Hawk yes april any final thoughts um i'm not just some bottle of perfume no yeah Yeah, you tell him i i I identify with that statement so much (laughs) i'm not just some hologram in some watches also yeah also the uh him saying something like my bottles of perfume are images of the aggress brand too and you don't see me inviting them to events i feel like that's something i would say (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're the number one gabe stan uh, not anymore we like hawk so. mom bring he, back hawk mom he's, he's off the rails he really is he's got to have brain damage like okay pull up pull up that line again what's the screen cap for the episode oh uh, i think it should be ladybug in the red moon it's too good oh yeah yeah the, the, her agree. angry at the end yeah i agree that's the best screen cap um it's oh blood well, moon ball what do we think of the Ladybug serial is a C plus, but season five is an A as the title. Oh, I guess. I love it. <laughs> I was going to say the Ladybug serial is trash, but season five is great, but it wasn't trash, apparently. No. I mean, you could still make it trash. It's not I'm not excited to eat the rest of the cereal. <laughs> or not like going to eat the, the rest. The cereal I mean, it's passes. The box. I'm not excited about it. That's fair. The cereal what? The cereal, the cereal passes, just, but the season a- is off the charts. Yeah, yep. something like that. I like that. But yes, okay. please use the the Blood Moon uh, image, because that's the best. The Ladybug Serial, well, yeah, I agree, is okay. 
is passive season five is great yeah something like that is probably yes okay yeah there you go that's our podcast i believe all the villains are going to come back because of the blood moon yeah uh i mean that's just uh monarch's mo is just bring back the villains a bunch of times he's the he's the og blood moon let's be real it's true it's true i like how the blood moon was a a girl at the end too yes of course the moon is a girl she's a beautiful lady it's ua of course oh yeah it's ua that's (laughs) like come on i i can't believe that uh that it, they crushed the crushed the fish, and now there's the red moon. And it's, I know. It's, it's yes. so come on, Zhao. Come on. <laughs> At it again. Your favorite character, Zhao. Oh, oh man, it. I guess I have to love Felix because he caused the red moon. I guess uh-huh. so. I will say I like Felix because he's a little deranged. I like that about him. He he's was great so in much fun. I love him. He was fun here. Him dancing won me over, obviously. Okay. That's it for adoration and emotion. Let us know what you thought without spoiler comments. Um, Man, that's a lot. Yeah. So we're Ladybug is still weekly. I will say two weeks from now I will be away. So I don't know if we can do two as the next podcast interval as a warning, but we will figure it out, the three of us. Yes. Um, Maybe three if we are available in three weeks from now. But if these three episodes necessitate earlier podcasts, we could figure something out. We'll see. I was going to um, say, for all we know, next episode is, might require a podcast. It might be the if there, if, if, look, if, if this weekend is great, we could do it just on this one episode. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, and, and then also the Ladybug movie is coming out on the Ooh. 28th, I believe. Ooh. So that's very busy end of July into early August for us. Are we going to watch it together? Netflix party? Yes. Sure. Is that still a thing? We'll figure it out. Maybe. We could. We'll suppose we stream it and then we... uh... No, I yes. don't think we can do that. That'd be oh. good. We'll see. But what, oh yeah, so th- to the listeners, yes, we'll probably cover the Ladybug movie, but it's not going to be the priority with the show. Um, but uh, I mean, we'll, 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 we'll probably watch it. Can we? Oh, obviously. I can't have adult beverages. I was going to say we could have adult beverages and watch the Ladybug movie. <laughs> As a, as one does as an adult. Yes. yes. As they do. Okay, thank you to all of our patrons for this podcast. You can support us via patreon.com slash animated, especially our patron of podcast Anon, and thanks as I start patron executive producer Steve, Michael, and Phonician. Let us know if you are enjoying. I know you can't say spoiler comments, so I appreciate you guys not spoiling, but do let us know if you're enjoying the podcast. You can leave a comment saying we love it, keep going, stuff like that. No spoilers, but that would be appreciated. Let us know oh, how yeah. much you love Hawk Moth but hate Monarch. <laughs> I see you guys answering on the Spotify Q&A poll, so well, I didn't do it. <gasps> what? It, just automatic- it just automatically posts it for every podcast episode now, but I see you guys, so uh, keep those comments coming on Spotify. <laughs> uh, so thank you. What uh, I know, right? I just got an email. I was like, "What's happening? What? <laughs> What's happening?" I, was like, I guess we're getting comments there. Thank. I know. I know. We go to Spotify, though. Yeah, we specifically signed up for that. But yes, this uh, shout out to everyone wherever you're listening. Thank you guys very much for listening. We'll be back at some point on the next few episodes of season five. We'll see you then. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.